Hey, Pillow Talk Pod Squad. It's your girl, Simone, and you are now tuned into episode 311 of season three of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. So I'm just going to get it, get right into it. This episode is all about love and relationships and long-term marriage and engagements and all of that great stuff. Um, I was tweeting, I think of maybe like a month ago at this point, where I it was my parents' uh, 29th year anniversary. And they had been, they've known each other for 39 years. So they dated for 10 years before they got married. And I was just, yeah, I posted a post about celebrating their love and how like they're such an inspiration to me. Then I started thinking, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this nigga did not propose for like a whole, what, maybe seven, eight years before (laughs) before they got married. And so then I was just thinking like that, that just seems way too long. So I sent out a tweet and I was like, how long is too long? Or when do you think is the right time to propose? And I got a plethora of answers. Some people were like three to five years. Some people said, you just know there is no time. Somebody else said within a week. Like, it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so it just, it really, it, it was a conversation that was happening on the timeline for actually like quite a few days. And I had said, you know what? This needs to be a podcast because there's just so much insight that's being provided on this one particular topic. So when I put a call out for people to um, participate, you all came to mind. You all came mm-hmm. to my DMs. And I was like, yes, this is who I want. These people are awesome. So I would, I'm so happy that you're here and that we're going to be talking about this because you all are representations of what looks like, um, you know, and you have your own stories, too. So I think that you bring such a valuable perspective to this conversation. So Thank you again for coming, and I'm just going to go ahead and just do a little roundtable and have you guys introduce yourself, tell people who you are, where you're from, where they can find you on social media, and we'll get right into the conversation. So, um, it's Dre, but you can find me on Instagram, um, younggoldie underscore, and also Student Union Radio. I am one-fourth of Student Union Radio. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for coming. Um, my name is Nye. I am an esthetician. You may know me as LA Beautyologist on Instagram and Twitter. Um, my YouTube is The Golden RX, and I'm from New York, upstate New York. Someone and I actually know each other mm-hmm. from back home. We grew up together. So. Mm-hmm. My name is T. Um, you can find me on Instagram, T-T-I.Martel, M-A-R-T-E-L. I also have a podcast with my significant other, Love and Relations, L-O-V-E, and Relations spelled R-E-A-L-A-T-I-O-N-S on all platforms. So, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, but I currently live in Queens, but I'm not a Queens girl. <laughs> uh, yo, my name's JB. Um, I'm with her. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's with I'm me. I'm from Brooklyn, and uh, yeah. So so we're on the podcast together, actually. Mm-hmm. So we have a couples podcast that talks about all of things and such. But we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little later. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. And boom, it's Orlando Roy. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at DareOrlandoRoy. Mostly known for being half of Hello White People Audio Project, amongst other things. But that's what's important right now. I am so happy to have you all here. So thank you again. So I'm just going to go ahead. Wow. Dry ass. Yay. Yay. We're excited. Yay. (laughs) Let's get into it. It's so late. First of all, again, I just need to shout y'all out on, on air. I tricked them because I said that the recording was at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. 
and everyone showed up on time. I am I mean, so I happy actually for need y'all. people to do that to me though. So yeah, like, no, me too. I'm not even mad. No, me too. <laughs> I, th- I think that especially when you do me. your own podcast, uh-huh. you're you're, you're kind of you start to value time a little bit more when yeah. you get to know people. So I'm like, we have to be there at 9:48. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to go grab a do rag. I'm like, no. <laughs> I appreciate the punctuality because I've been burned in the past. So yes, thank I, you for your patience. It is hella late, but. Again, this is a still gonna this have is fun. great. This is gonna be great. Yes, it's good because it's bonding staying on. Exactly. Yeah, right. You yeah, can, literally, you can go home and go right to bed right now. That's good. That's a good touche, but that's great. So we'll go ahead and get into it. So everyone in the room here is in a relationship. Just triple checking, right? Yes. Yes. You know. Relationship is a social construct. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's how we feel. That's some whole shit. Gonna, we're going yeah. to put a pin uh, in that, Orlando. Yes. <laughs> right, cool. I'm going to come back to you, but for everyone who is in the room and is in a relationship, how did you know that your partner was the one? That's a good question. I feel like I think about this often because I don't like men. No offense. But, like, I don't, I don't like... <laughs> How do I word this better? Committing to men. I don't like having deep personal relationships with men. (laughs) I don't like having them around me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think generally they take a lot from women. Mm -hmm. So um, Chris, my boyfriend, he didn't. He just gave to me all the time. And like I think when you're around someone who like just gives to you without like expecting anything back, I was like, hold on. Wait a second. Like, mm-hmm. it was really weird. I didn't know he was actually that good of a person. Like, he was is one of the best people I've ever met, like, just as a human. And I was like, wow. Mm. I like you. I'll keep you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was, like, really, like, rare and yeah, special. So I feel the same way. That is perfect. Wouldn't that be the definition of submission? Wait, can, uh, we, can, yeah, we, can we? Can yeah, we? This, this, this is not. This is not Hello White People podcast. This is not your podcast. I'm acting like a mic. Sorry, yeah, right. <laughs> I am in the a mic yeah. seat. Okay, <laughs> but no, that's a great question. But we are gonna get to that oh, no. for sure. <laughs> Sheesh, Louise. This is why people don't like men. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, Go ahead, Jerry. Um, I think uh, I'll replay this memory. This memory always in my mind from time to time. Um, I was visiting her college campus. Um, just being what typical fuckboys do, go to college campuses and try to find a girl, pretty much. Um, At the time, I had saw her, and I had my hair braided the day before, and I saw her the day my hair was braided. And I'm like, I gotta find a way to get this girl to notice me. Let me take my hair out and see if I can get her to braid it. So... (laughs) I went, had my, my hair was freshly braided. I got my hair taken out. Mm-hmm. And then I went to her, her homegirl. I'm like, um, do any of y'all know how to braid? So she said to me, oh, my friend does. And I'm like, damn, I didn't want that friend to, I don't want you to braid my hair. But so anyway, um, her friend ended up braiding my hair. And the whole time I'm there trying to make small talk. And she wasn't, my wife wasn't paying me no mind. But I knew from the moment I saw her, that's who I wanted to be with. Like, oh. it was just something mm-hmm. about her. I was like, yeah, I got to have her. Like, I'm not going to let anybody else get her. Let me get her first. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from that moment on, I knew that's who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's always been like that. How did you know? Um, you, it was, was it a the gut, way she walked? It was just, she looked at you? Um, I don't know. It was just like just her, her, energy. her aura mm-hmm. just was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she didn't seem like any other girl I met in my life before. It was like, oh shit! Like I've, I've seen you before, 
in my dreams. I've never seen you in person. Aww. So it was that's what it was. Aww. And when I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is it. The train stops here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sh- I'm not going nowhere else. Wow, throwing in the towel. Yeah. Okay. This, nice. this guy's got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Go uh, ahead. All right, T J B. Um many moons ago when I was dating people, <laughs> so, so long ago, um, I used to always say that dating was so superficial that mm-hmm. people used to go on dates with you stare at you like oh you're so beautiful it was not any substance behind it Mm -hmm. so when I met JB it was more like he I always tell people I always tell my friends if you're meeting a guy and you're dating him and he doesn't know like at the time we were in college he doesn't know what what you're in college for he doesn't know any of your interests and that's a lot of men you meet them you'll be dating them for six months they never even ask you what your degree is in where do you work or anything like when I met JB he was so genuine like he was actually a genuine person we had real conversation it wasn't superficial like i just want to take you out to have you out with me or like i just want to take you out to dinner and just be out with a beautiful girl like it was like no what are you in school with what do you want to do like with your life like what are your ambitions like and i never had someone even approach me in that manner Mm -hmm. like i'm not the most beautiful person in the world but it was so many (laughs) men i didn't want to say it but (laughs) but like when you meet people when i when i was meeting i'm not gonna say men when i was meeting boys it was just like oh you're so beautiful i have a beautiful girl i'm one i've I've literally been on a date and didn't talk to people because they were just so like you know you you fall in love with potential people were just like oh my god this is so nice but then it was like where's this going like where's Mm -hmm. this Where's the meat and potatoes to this, you know, thing that we're doing? And there was there was none until I met JB. It was like, oh wow, this person is really genuine, really interested, actually cares about how my day was, or you know, not just like how's your day, but when we going link, like mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't like that. Oh, what's so you doing? So it was just like, nigga, oh yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a front, but it was a good one. I don't know. <laughs> was it? Relax. <laughs> what were your uh, first thoughts, JB? For me, it's a little bit more simpler. And y'all, it's all deep and shit, things that y'all <laughs> oh, saying. But it's just a matter of, um, I think when we first started hanging out, it was just a matter of, like, the situation being, like, effortless, like, mm-hmm. like being around family. Like, outside of that, like, when I used to deal with people prior to that, it's like you had to not necessarily put on a facade, but it was, like, work being around people. With, with her, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time. I mean, that's still beautiful. You talking about it's simple. I don't know. That's a connection. He's a man of little words. So okay. he thought, oh, this is what I got to say, and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it. Go ahead, Orlando. Um, Wow. My situation was kind of weird because I was at the height of the whole shit that I was doing. And Don't they call you Horlando or Holando? Oh, yeah. That's what I heard through the grapevine. That is propaganda. Or Horlando, I should say. fake news. I don't know who came up with that. It's another Orlando, and they're trying to pin it on me. Even if, no slut shaming. Now it's no slut shaming. Wow. Look at that. It's your body, bro. When I was living my best life. Once upon a time. So, um... Yeah, I I was I was doing what I do and I saw her through a friend's um Snapchat and I was like, yo, who is that girl? She's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. The most beautiful person I've ever seen. So I always wanted to talk to her. And my it was through a mutual friend, hooked it up, and then just from talking, like I'm very big on compatibility. So it's not about necessarily like you have to be doing something for me or mm-hmm. I have to do something for you. It's like yeah, I don't have you don't have to even be the most beautiful person in the world, but as long as we're compatible, if we're on the same page, we don't even have to like have the same interest. 
but our compatibility and conversations were really matters to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And was just dealing with so many like girls at that time and like it just running into like a bunch of like dead ends or it's just like mostly about sex. When I finally got to speak to her, it was, I can just talk and just be open and be regular with you without anything coming from it. And I felt so comfortable, but we were, she lived in Atlanta. Um, so we were just mostly like talking through FaceTime and I saw her like at her ugliest when she just woke up mm-hmm. like in the morning, like on FaceTime, like not too long after I got her number. And then when I finally saw her in person, I think I saw her for about a total of four seconds and I was like, I'm out the game. I'm dropping everyone Aww. from my roster immediately. <laughs> um, and just I had just a feeling of comfort, like a, of, of just like fresh air. And everything just felt right. So she came up probably to a New York like a month after we started talking. Wait, I don't even think the audience knows that she oh, doesn't live in New yeah, York. Yeah, so she doesn't live in New York. We started off with just like FaceTiming like all the time, talking all the time. She finally comes to New York. We meet. I have my breath of fresh air. I knew I wanted to drop everybody from my roster. And as soon as she... So we had a great time. Um, we spent time together alone. We spent time with friends. We were really like, you know, this is all great, but we're going to wait and see like how it feels when we're in person. And everything just mm. matched. It was like a perfect puzzle piece. And then when she moved back to Atlanta, I was like, I just need you here like all the time. So like mm-hmm. without a ring or anything, like four days after she moved back, I proposed to her. Oh. Wait, hold on. So you've proposed to your girlfriend before, mm-hmm. and you are married, or you're not married? No, we're not. Married. So did she say no? No, she said yes. So, then so what we happened? were engaged. What happened? Um, we were we were all ready to deal with everything that came with like preparing to be in the same state together, mm-hmm. moving together, whatever we got to do, and we knew it was going to be difficult. Um, one thing happened to me that I've never dealt with before, and I did it, and it really put like a wrench in things. And I went through a seasonal depression, mm, and I've never oh. handled that before, and that put a big strain on us. Can you ex- let's like briefly explain what your seasonal depression felt like and looked felt like and looked like? So because um, I feel like sometimes people say it's it feels kind of like jargony like people are like oh my god it's so gloomy yeah. outside i'm having i have seasonal <laughs> depression but like if you can like actualize that so we can kind of like just really get a full understanding that'd be great um so i feel like depression is like a really a person by person thing and then there's so many different like types of like depression there's like actual depression loneliness anxiety like it's a whole thing um i was clinically diagnosed as depressed so i knew what my depression um is mm-hmm. But this was the first time that the weather was actually affecting my mood and affecting my thoughts and affecting like how I felt. And then it was just like at that time, it was like um, when the sun is not out enough. And also, um, uh, if I'm when the sun's not out, you're not really getting a lot of vitamin D also. So it's like a little a lot of clinical things like that. But as far as like just feeling down just because things aren't going right. And then when the weather being gloomy and you don't have like birds in the sky, clouds in the sky, just it's really not necessarily, let me say, it's not really about the weather, but it's about your climate. Um, Not giving you some kind of comfort 
I guess. And mm -hmm. this is just me specifically. It could be diff different for everyone. But just my climate not giving me like some kind of comfort or some kind of peace that makes you just feel down. And if you don't know what it is and you don't catch it early enough, you can fall into it. And once it's consecutive, day after day after day, you just drop into a depression mm -hmm. after a while. Anxiety like builds to depression and yeah. And so, then I realized it was a seasonal depression. Yeah. So you feel as if your partner couldn't handle the the stressors that were in your life? Um, She's never really dealt with anybody with depression before, so she was trying her best. Mm -hmm. um, I had never dealt with it before, so I didn't know what to do. And I really had a clouded mind and clouded judgment on a lot of things. And I would like overthink things, underthink some things. Um, not realize that she was doing her best. So I would, because she was the most important thing to me, mm -hmm. a lot of pressure went back towards her. Mm. So, and a lot of blame went back towards her and the relationship whenever I was going through something, um, whenever I was going through something like just that day. So it just put a lot of strain on the relationship, things that weren't that big of a deal. Um, I overthought or I couldn't think clearly, and I made things worse. And I pushed, it got pushed to the point where like, I was like, I don't feel like I want to be in this relationship anymore. So I'm the one that ended things. Mm -hmm. But we, we, I never really saw like a relationship as like, I, like I said, I really believe a relationship is kind of like a social construct mm -hmm. of just a oh, stepping you were point. I was dead, dead serious. Oh. <laughs> of where I feel like it's just a stepping point of I really like you and is really not... It's not really not like we're boyfriend and girlfriend. It's more so I'm just making a commitment only to you. Mm. Do you believe... Um, this seems like it's turning into a therapy session. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you, do you believe in monogamy? Um, I believe in whatever... Uh, relates, whatever ship um, is comfortable and honest between whatever people is involved in okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so... Heard it. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, to, to I just want to say that yeah. I also have seasonal depression and mm -hmm. anxiety, and it's really hard on relationships. Yeah. Very, very hard. It's part of why I moved out of New York because I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't live like this anymore. So I feel mm -hmm. you. So, oh, um, so after I proposed to her, mm -hmm. um, like four days after actually seeing her, after she left, after seeing her in person, um, mm -hmm. it was one of those things like I knew it was just what I wanted to do and I actually dropped everybody that like I was dealing with just for her even though I knew I probably was going to see her for like another month or so mm -hmm. and I was ready to do anything and everything still am for her because mm -hmm. um, she's very much so like in my life um, but it was just really it was really weird because it was never a I was one of those like oh I'm probably just going to be fucking around until I'm in my 30s and hopefully somebody randomly comes by and mm -hmm. then at the peak of when I was having my most fun, she dropped into my life. Yeah. And I was like, I know this is how I know. Yeah. I was about to say, I yeah. feel like that's exactly how it happens. I feel like that happens with a lot of men. Where yeah. you have this bachelor mindset and then mm -hmm. someone just sweeps mm -hmm. you off your feet, technically. Mm -hmm. cool. I'm out the game, B. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so for JB and um Dre, so what were those moments like when you felt like, okay, yep, I need to throw in the towel? So I think you kind of alluded to it already yeah. when um, you know, you were you met her on campus, but JB, when was it? When was the time that one moment that you remember where you were like, "Yep, T's the one. I'm a wife her up." Uh, I think um, because I'm a little bit more analytical than she is, so like I believe in like things taking time and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. 
I'm thinking back to it, and I think it was just a matter like midway through your dating, and I'm thinking about like yo, what? It just it was like yo, why are we not? We doing all this other stuff. Why are we not together? Like mm-hmm. officially. So, I think it was just a matter of. It was just a matter of just the time passing, and like I said, just being around her and not having to, because I'm very weird with people. Like, it's it's work for me to be around people, and it wasn't with her. So after we were dating for a certain amount of time, it just turned into, like, yo, why are we not, what are we waiting on? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You look like you in deep thought, T. No, I'm just focusing on him. Oh, okay. So, he's <laughs> <laughs> <He's like, "Ow." laughs> so for, for Nye and T, what I did want to ask is, so do you, and your man is in the room, right? but I wanted to know, does your man check everything off of your checklist? And if he doesn't, how have you compromised? Because I know sometimes there's this pressure um, as women. It's like, oh, yeah, your man got to, you know, have a job, got to have his own crib, got to have a car, got to have good dick, got to be, you know, like all of these <laughs> wow. things. Like, um, when I, actually, when I met JV, he was actually in a really good point in his life. So it was like, I kind of got him right after he got out of the struggle stage. Mm. So it was actually a good up for me because if, I don't know if I met him in the struggle stage, if we would be here today. <laughs> Honestly, he always says that. He'd be like, Two years before you met me, I was struggling. And then, like, I met him. He had his own car. He had his own place. He had mm-hmm. a good job. But it's like, you can have all those things and still not be a good person. Mm-hmm. So it was like, when I met him, there were still things that needed to be worked on. Like, he's Jamaican. He's not the most affectionate person in the world. Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm-hmm. hey. Right. Yep. You, you Jamaican? You Jamaican? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, of course, he has all the technical things. Like, okay, he might not be the most affectionate his love language is very different from mine, mm. but you know we make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I think that, and, and also we, I always, uh, again, I always tell people this is how you know somebody doesn't work for you if their flaws are not something that you can deal with every day. I think of him as forever. Forever is a long time. Do yeah. I want to deal with this every single day that I want to wake up? If it's something that you cannot deal with every single day when you wake up, you should not be with that person. Right. Like, if he was an abuser, do I want to be slapped in my face every single day when I wake up? No. So right. I cannot be with him. But if he didn't throw out the garbage, can I deal with that every single day? Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, people, I think that sometimes why relationships don't work, people try to push themselves through the things that they cannot deal with every single day and be mm-hmm. like, I can. Next thing you know, five years down the line, it's like, I can't deal with this shit no more. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that and he does. And it hits people left field because yeah. they're like, you've been doing this for so long. There's nothing What's that he does now? that I cannot deal with every day mm. with the even the flaws that I'm like oh he gets on my damn nerves but it's I can literally deal with it for the rest of my life and I think of when, when I say this people they're like oh forever I'm like you have to think about somebody in forever because yeah. you're literally dealing with it if you went I'm not gonna say oh yeah until we're together I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna say we're gonna be together forever so can I really deal with this forever mm-hmm. there's not much that but I'm a very laid-back person so like I said somebody something that I might deal with Simone, if you was with him, you might not be able to deal with mm-hmm. it. And that's just, that's literally yeah, how it works. Situational. Yeah, situational. It really is. But that's your compromise, though. Yeah. It, it works for y'all, so. Yeah, we, I, we both compromise. Mm-hmm. And then you grow with each other. I feel like every year, we, we're, we've we been together X amount of years. We've been different people in that X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Better, some people become worse. And then that's the decision you have to make if you want to leave or not. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, it's hard sometimes. It, it's not easy. Yeah. What about you, Nye? Um, I never really had, like, a set, like, checklist, because I understand that humans are, like, very dynamic, you know, but I did have, like, a idea, you know, like, mm-hmm. what I wanted, and I, 
I'm always two people in my head. I'm like who I like really am and then like the better person I'm like I want to be. <laughs> so I like there's things that I would have on my checklist, but then I'd also know that like like T said like that doesn't necessarily make you a good person, you know? Yeah. So like I always wanted my the most important thing was like is this a person that I would want my daughter around? that I could um, bring to my mom and my dad and my brother and not be embarrassed. <laughs> um, my friends, <laughs> like someone who's yeah. like a really good reflection of me. Mm-hmm. I felt like that that is my checklist, which is kind of like really kind of arbitrary and that changes. But for the most part, um, yes, like that's how I knew that I actually like was like in love with Chris because mm-hmm. I was like, you're a reflection of me. Like, you can go out into the world and, like, be who you are and people will say, oh, that's nice, man. Mm-hmm. And I would be proud. Mm-hmm. I think that point. would... Yeah. That was the thing. Like, it wasn't, like... We both met each other, actually, like, when I had first moved to L.A. So, like, I was kind of, like, on the come up, I guess. Like, I didn't really have much of anything. Didn't have a car. I lived in, like, a little studio very far from L.A. <laughs> um, so... I couldn't really be like, oh, my man has to have this and this and this and this because I'm growing. And I also, honestly, like, I kind of wish I did have more of a checklist, but, like, I my focus was not on men at all. I wasn't thinking of who my ideal man was because I was trying to be my ideal man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't really concerned. But he brought so much benefit to my life that mm-hmm. I was just, that was more, like, not really how happy someone makes me, but how improved my life becomes because this person's in my life. Right. Um, and I think that's more important than like someone being like fit or have True. a car mm-hmm. or you know like be stable. Mm-hmm. You can't be like counting pennies trying to date someone, you know. But like, can they bring benefit to you? Yeah. Or are they taking? Mm-hmm. away from what you built or what you have or your focus or whatever it is and he didn't and he only added so I was like okay you know like whatever flaws you have like I have thousands of them you know like mm-hmm. I don't really care because it overrides it so I'm good yeah mm-hmm. no that's very important um so I don't know if everyone got a chance to see either a clip or the whole interview from Fantasia on The Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. Um, so I'm actually... Just I'm give gonna, us... Are you going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it. Okay. <laughs> so there, um, she interviewed on The Breakfast Club, and she was talking about how she um, like met her husband and how the dynamic of relationships is... She's very traditional in the sense of that she feels sure like the man is. should be the head of the household and that she should be, you know, following <laughs> up under his lead. Yeah, like he's yeah, the head I mean, and she is the neck. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna play that quick. Um, and I would love to get, like, just initial gut reactions because I already see your face. I have so much to say. Wait, let me not speak too quick because then I, she might say something crazy and I'll be like, oh, hell, like, oh wait, no. Wait, wait, right. Right. Exactly. I've been ignoring it because it, like, brings so much fire in my just like I gotta ignore this. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play it right between now. the two of you. Huh? <laughs> a lot of women look at like, like, no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be, and that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk. We can go real deep on that. And I might need. I don't need to start that, but it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. And how society have placed our men mm-hmm. and women have to 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 stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider and so then now you are so bad you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man i was gonna say right man can we be equal oh of course mm-hmm. well see at the end of the day i'm the neck my man's the head 
So he can't make any moves without his wife. You know what I mean? It mm -hmm. all works together. But you can't be the head of the house. You got to let the man be the head of the house. But it's a generational thing, and it's what we've been taught. Stand up, be strong, be the, you know what I mean? And a, a dude come, and you, everything about you is like a man. Does that mean you, you can't? So mm. before we get into it, initial gut reactions, let's go with Dre mm. and go around the room. Um, mm. Real quick. <laughs> I kind of understand what you're saying, what she's saying. Um, at the end of the day, in a marriage, uh, I can't make no final decisions in my house unless I go to my wife. Mm -hmm. She, I have to run it by her. It's only right um, because maybe my first reaction might be a, not be a great reaction. I might not make a good decision. So you kind of run it by the person who's your best friend and who's in this relationship with you. I don't think um, I don't think I am the head of my household. I think the head of my household is a partnership. So. Yes, I might make the final decision, but I would I would second guess myself first before I second guess what my wife is gonna say. I would ask her like, "Do you think this is gonna work?" And if she says yes, why? And if I'm gonna do something, I would say she would do the same thing. Why do you think it's gonna work? And then we'll bounce the ideas off from each other. So it kind of it depends on the relationship and how that person runs their household. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nye. I <laughs> sympathize. I know. I sympathize <laughs> with Fantasia because I understand, like, the idea of women, especially black women, feeling tired of having to be the man and the woman, mm -hmm. as she said it, or the husband, or the, the father and the mother, or taking care of everything. Um, but it just blows my mind that someone would feel like they have to be second in order to take a break. You know, like your partner is supposed to bring you up. Mm -hmm. That's a fundamental belief of mine, especially as a woman where in historical households, women have done the majority of like the work, the labor of the home, but the man makes the most money. So like he runs shit. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous to me. And it makes me sad that Fantasia feels like she can't own her home. Like, it's not hers, it's her husband's, and she's second. But I also respect that it's a church view, mm -hmm. um, antiquated, but is hers. Um, I think it's dangerous, and I think she's probably going to go broke when they divorce. But oh, shit. Um, they just got married. Like, But it happens all the <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. you know? Like, it happens like clockwork, like mm -hmm. more times than it doesn't. So I respect her and I sympathize, but I think it's dangerous and I it makes me upset mm. that she has to, feels like she has to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Which, I uh, again, like, I agree, like, it's a generational curse, so to speak, you know, like... I don't feel like getting into history of men, black men and black women, but you know, like there is a riff and um, it just makes me sad that she doesn't feel like she could be equal with a man, that her man makes the better decisions. Like, are you not smart? Well, girl, yeah, <laughs> hold, hold that, hold it one V. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump across the table. Go ahead, Orlando. What were your gut reactions on that? Um, so I have, do have two reactions, like uh, when I finally looked into it. and But my first initial reaction was I didn't see it as a I'm coming second place yeah. to my man. I saw it was he 
he may be like the structure, but I am the foundation. He may be the mm-hmm. head, but I am the neck. Like it's not gonna work without mm-hmm. the two. And even though one might seem to be more prominent, it's uh, my place within here um, is just as strong as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I think it's also a matter of their relationship where she might feel comfortable with him being the head, um, head of the household and making these decisions, and that's what works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it is a dangerous rhetoric because people, because of one of the history of um, the household and relationship between black men and black women, how toxic that rhetoric can be. Um, but it's, it's a matter of like person to person relationship to relationship thing. And it's, it's really one of those, like, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, I, I, I don't think it's something that you should personally, I don't think it's something that you should implement into your own relationship. If you do implement it and it works, that's great. But I don't think it's something that should be pushed and for everyone to try and do. And I, I really am a person about balance and equality, and I really try to push that. Even if you are the foundation, I'm the structure. I might be the, you know, seen as the prominent figure because of how like men are viewed as like the head of the household. Um, I feel like you should take in consideration and knowing that you're seen as the head of the household in societal standards, you should pull your wife forward closer to the forefront, so that y'all are seen as equal and y'all are seen as balanced. But I mean, at the end of the day, if that's what works for her family and her relationship, then, girl, so be it. Make it happen. But I don't think it's something that is necessarily the best to push for percentage-wise to be to have a successful relationship. Before we go on to you, just give me one second. I'm concerned because the light's not on. I'm concerned that it's not on. Is he in there? No. He's- oh no, he um leaves. It's still it's still recording. Even when the lights off. Yeah, even when the lights is off. Because um, okay. once I have, I, I do. We do it mine too. The lights doesn't come on. All okay, the time. that scares the shit out of me. No. Really <laughs> upset. Good conversation. Okay. No, it's you. on. Yeah, he, and it does look like it's moving. Yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. All right, so then um, I'm gonna three, two, one it out so I can just edit it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one. Go ahead, T. Um, I kind of agree with Orlando. I feel like. Sometimes when you say things in a general sense and everybody picks it up, everybody's thinking about their personal experiences. A man being the head of the household in everybody's household would not work because there are abusive men, men who are egotistical, men mm-hmm. who are misogynistic. That will not work. Now, when speaking to me, I agree with that statement because every decision I make in my household, I consult with JB and JB consults with me. Mm-hmm. So, but... I'm more of a laid-back person, so he will be the head of the household. If we're redecorating, I'll be like, oh, we need to redecorate. And then he'll say, oh, let's go to Ikea and we can pick out some th- stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he'll usually pick out the stuff because I'm not re- I'm not really, I don't really care for a lot of things and I'm so laid-back. For me, it would work, but I can see how dangerous that can be for saying that out loud for young girls to take because it's like you cannot go into a relationship depending on the man to make the decisions for you. Yeah. At the end of the day, nobody makes the decisions for me, but, J- but JB's judgment is very important to me because he is smart. He is a smart man. I'm a smart woman, but he knows a little bit more than me in something. So 
I look at him in our relationship. We're equally as smart and we consult with each other. But I would consider him the head of the household. He might not even consider himself the head of the household, but I would consider him the head of the household. Mm -hmm. And And a head cannot move without the neck Mm -hmm. so the head is just for the forefront the neck is what actually moves the head right so the woman is actually more important just how we have president obama but michelle's in the background she's the most important thing in his life even though he's the president i mean he's our president but you know (laughs) the president you know he's the president yeah he's such a prominent figure the decisions are made by michelle right was put into place right way before he became president right and that's how i feel about my relationship yeah so but it is but it like Orlando said, it is is very dangerous to say certain things out loud because when other people pick that up, it's not the same in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Like people will look at my relationship and say, "Oh, you guys work good together. You're a good team." So some men will use that to their advantage mm-hmm. to abuse women. That's why we have women who are in abusive relationships who cannot get out because the head of the household is so controlling and so this and that. And you know, it's just it can be. <laughs> I can see how it can work and how it cannot work. Yeah. I just don't understand why women are like the have to be like the neck. Like why? Mm-hmm. Why do you, why are you in theory the most important? You do the most work, can't live without you, but you can't be like the prominent centerpiece. I know, yeah. but I feel of like you whole, are the prominent centerpiece. Yeah, you are. It is. I feel I'm like saying, it's the, you are. It's just like I feel like we're putting so much emphasis on he's the head of the household. No, we're the head of the household, but it's just like I think it was Jada Pinkett Smith that said it. Like she was like, "Will walks in the front, but I walk in the back, so I can I can protect my family." But he's just in the front because he has to walk two steps ahead of me, and I just walk two steps behind. And people will look at it like I'm behind him, and she's like, "No, I'm watching his back, and he's mm. in, and he's in front of me because he would be like the protector." And I mean, but I, I like, think we think about analogy, it in a negative context. Yeah, we're not better. thinking about it in a yeah. negative way. Like I don't think about it as he's the head. Of, I don't say like, yeah. "Am I not the head of the household?" I don't think yeah. about it in a negative way. I think about it as like, it's like just you, having your. Just, back, yeah. yeah, it's just like, you know, he makes some decisions, I make some decisions, we consult with each other, but it's yeah. just like, he's the muscle. That's how I look at it. I said, he's the muscle of the relationship. I'm, not, I'm definitely not the muscle. I don't have any muscles. Mm-hmm. I don't even go to the gym. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at yeah. it. Um, I just look at it like, me and Chris are both really, really smart. Like, we're smart as fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, we could walk into any room and usually be the smartest one there. Together, we're just partners. Like, we're teammates, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he'll never say, like, oh, she's the head, you know? Like, she's in charge. Yeah. And I'm never going to say he's in charge because he's not. We're teammates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only are we teammates, we're also individuals. So, like, we're not even part of the same body. We're just two separate people who bring together, like, there's this one um, relationship therapist who I listen to a lot. She's one of my favorite YouTubers, Shannon Boudram. Oh, I love Shannon. Um, And she always says one plus one equals three. Mm -hmm. It's not two. Like, you're not combining yourselves. You're Mm -hmm. not taking parts of yourselves away. The relationship is its own separate entity. It's, it, you are whole people, regardless Mm -hmm. of each other. And when you separate and before you met each other, you were whole, period. Like, Mm -hmm. But I think that's one of the things, too. Um, When people get in relationships, they forget who they really are Mm -hmm. before the relationship. And a lot of times, some and this happens to males and females because you get so caught up with the person that you're with, you're infatuated with them, that you forget the person who you was before that. So if the relationship doesn't work out, you're lost Mm -hmm. because you don't know how to be yourself anymore because you gave that up to be with someone. So I think... With the whole situation of who's the head, who's the neck, it should be we both make a decision and we both agree to disagree. Whatever the final decision is, that's what's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not because I said so or you said so. It's because we said so. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Fantasia was missing because 
she wants it to be how her parents was and the yeah. person before that. She wanna yep. you see on the black TV shows, Carl Winslow was the head of the household, mm-hmm. but Harriet made all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Aunt yeah. Viv made all the decisions. Yeah. Uncle Phil was the head of the. Well, you saw it. Well, he was the face of the household. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, without every with for every without a strong black woman, a strong black man is not going to happen. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Right. Like, yeah. like you said, the Michelle Obama, Barack Obama theory. Every decision that he made, he had to run it by her. No, he can't say, well, I did this on my own. No, mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. Because mm-hmm. you can't be the man in your household and just make all the decisions and your wife don't know what's going on. Yeah. It wouldn't work out. Right. Yeah. I think I think when we're thinking about it, sometimes I think, like, it's like, I get what you're saying, though, cause, and I can see how somebody can take it that way, but, like, it, it can have such a negative taste behind it because it's like, it's like women have to take a step back so the man can make all the decisions. And I don't think that's... I don't know if that's what she meant because maybe in her household, yeah, maybe, yeah. She, that's what I'm saying. Maybe in it her household, it could, her. did you yeah. see the follow up? No, I don't. I don't see. I, there is a follow up, and it made yeah, it even worse. Didn't okay. the husband yeah, like? Look kind yeah. of okay, I didn't watch that yet. Okay, but yeah. the husband um, <laughs> like made like a statement on right. IGTV. Right. I, oh, I'm like low key tempted to pull that shit up right no, now. No, 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 no. There's gonna be a whole argument. That's another conversation. But yeah, JV and then Orlando. I think that analogies are like. They're useful tools, but sometimes it can be to your detriment. Like, so I think when you hear head and neck, it's like, yeah, one of them is a thankless job. Yes, you need your neck, but nobody's thinking about your fucking your neck. I was thinking that maybe like head, like brain and heart. That's what I was thinking. It's kind of weird. I believe what about left brain, right brain? Mm Yeah, because they work together and they're still in the head. Like, like don't ever make me number two. You know, like I think that's what she. I think that's what Fantasia was saying. But when I'm saying it, I'm not number two. I'm number. Were you number one? I'm number one, and we're interchanging. But sometimes you make some decisions, and I might yeah. take a step down. And sometimes I'm making decisions, and you take a step down. But with her comment, I don't it know. It seems like she yeah. just wants her man to take the lead. Like yeah. she just wants to be in the passenger seat the entire relationship. Right. Yeah, so, I don't yeah. know if that's what I, and I don't mm-hmm. that. Which I can understand why someone would want to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. being a black woman is fucking exhausting. Yeah. But, like, you can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're still a grown-ass woman, and mm-hmm. you have right. to boss up. Yeah. Did you, you have, did you yeah, have another no, thought, think that it goes back to like what they were saying with like a lot of traditional things and people seeing like how their parents came up and like how how they were raised. Yeah. Like, like me personally, I don't believe in any of that shit. So who's like outside of outside of like me not there's certain principles that I stand on as far as like yo I'm not gonna put my hands on you and do certain things. But outside of that, the the just the the thought and just the idea behind like of what a relationship is supposed to be. Traditionally, mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to it. Mm. Like I believe in equality in its most brutalist form, right? Well, so it's like, yo, we, <laughs> collectively we're gonna come together and do this. That means, yeah, it's like you're gonna have equal say. Yeah. We're gonna have equal pay, and we're gonna split these bills. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's I, another no, seriously, I just yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We're gonna like, dive into that after Orlando's um, commentary. Yeah, no, I, I was just gonna say like the analogy of the neck and head and the one and two is really um, was I, the reason why I use it is to describe societal um, views and societal standards of the male and female dynamic in the household. And like I said, it's not something that I necessarily believe in. I believe, like like you said, the left brain, right brain mm-hmm. is, that's, that's a, is a much better analogy that should be used to represent the dynamic that you should have in a household. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, society way of looking at it is a neck, head, one one in front, one in back, more prominent, number one, number yeah, two. Yeah, and I, I feel yeah. like it's 
it's an analogy that's like needs to be kind of abolished. It's, it's but dated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's very yeah, dated. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know Southern Belle, she's sitting there looking uh-huh. pretty and then the man is like, Well, my wife me and my wife do this. Yeah. Me and my wife yeah. that, that's how it was. Yeah, exactly. I belong to my husband. Yeah, I'm a, right. I am a property. <laughs> like but, yeah. but, then, <laughs> but then what happens if the husband is not working and the wife is the one doing all the work, going going out there, making the money, doing everything? He cannot be a man and say, I'm the man of this house. There's mm-hmm. no way in hell you could so do that. So that was my next question. No what constitutes a, a head of a household? Is it the decision-making process? Is it the, the finances? What really makes someone, man or woman, head of household? Because if the woman, let's say hypothetically the woman makes more money mm-hmm. than the man, is she then the head of the household? Yes. Is she yeah. the head yes. and the man the next? Yes. Yeah. But Fantasia makes more money than her. Right. I don't think, I don't think it's a she said thing. her man is a felon. Like he lit like yeah. dead ass. I think, ass. It's, I think it's, it's more like, control. This is a multi-millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I agree with you. Are you kidding me? I agree with you. I think me? I think it's a control thing. You got a fourth grade thing. reading yeah. level. Now you're a multi-millionaire. <laughs> you sitting here on the internet telling people you second to some random ass man. But you that's on why. The but that's why. Are you kidding me, girl? That's why it was kind of hard. Sometimes when some people speak, it's kind of hard to really like really digest what they say because sometimes you know they're not intellectually capable of making some points. That's why it's like when she's talking, it's like, I yeah. can feel you, girl, but I can't feel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's she, how I She felt. was heading in the right direction. Right, yeah. but it was like the thing yeah. she was saying, she yeah. wasn't saying There's the truth right. There's just a few right. things she was missing, but we, <laughs> exactly. we, we caught her drift. What do you yeah. call it? Take it in ingest? Or that's that's what you would call it? What? If you were speaking that you don't want to take everything Seriously? in. Seriously? Or like with a grain of salt? Yeah, yeah. take oh, it with yeah. a grain of salt. That's what I'm saying. Take it with a grain of salt. I get it, but I don't get it. But you know, people on the internet are so impressionable. So if this is someone, like there's some people, so many people in the comments like yes a queen yes she needs to submit to her man and then she's and from I, mississippi that's where she's from the mm-hmm. side of yes, males. yeah yeah deep I mean, down south mm-hmm. but yeah so if does anyone have an answer to you know how we really identify what a, the head of a household is i think that idea in itself is wrong yeah i believe mm-hmm. that like, too. i can't say yeah. i believe it should because i don't be. think money is the right answer traditionally and I don't though think, money was the right answer yeah, yeah. Right. traditionally like right. in in, in as a person growing up, whoever made the most money was the head of the house one, and, and it most likely was the man, and yeah. that's why that that idea stands. But now there are women that are the head yeah. of the household, and the man is being the the the, the man, the dadager at it, home, right? The stay at home dad, yeah. the the house husband. But there's so much pressure now right on huh? a dream job I, right yeah. there. That's what my that's boyfriend is saying. That'd be up that's that's like, I can't I'm getting wait. this money. You better get this money too. <laughs> All right. But no. But like they're like. It's just so interesting because there are so many women who are now um, like emerging and being, I guess, with these mm-hmm. what you would call head, heads of households. So how do men feel about women making more money than them or mm. kind of just taking having more responsibility? Thank like, God. please do. Do, you, do y'all really want to sit within yes. this stay at home dad house husband you know, role? You know, <laughs> like, is that but what here's you, the thing, like, though. You, you got to understand what that role means. <laughs> yeah. Like housework is like. Like no one wants to do you like I Chris my boyfriend he's actually really a lot better at like adulting than I am he's Mm. also like eight years older than me so he's had much more practice but like I'm terrible at being like a real adult like Mm. grocery shopping like washing dishes (laughs) getting the laundry done like I'm terrible at it he's way better at me than getting it done but it's not like it has to get done, you know, and we work together. I'm usually at the studio most of the time, like trying to do like a million things at once. It's mm-hmm. not that he doesn't make money or isn't smart or doesn't have a lot like a thriving career as an artist. He's just better at it than I am. Mm-hmm. Like 
the whole place would be messy <laughs> if it was up if to me. Like, I can't him. do yeah, it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not good. Like, I just, I'll just pay. Can I just pay to have someone wash the dishes? <laughs> like, yeah. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> like, it's not, it's just not my thing. So I feel like people, even like guys like in jest, like, oh, I'll be a house husband. Like, that's a, that's a lot of work to get that done. Like, I, it's, it's, I, I do yeah. not want to, like, clean and, like, do laundry and dishes and stuff. Like, yeah. I'll go to work. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a 50-50 thing. I think um, you should kind of... How it works in my household, we split it down the middle. So, um, okay. we'll say... Like, splitting responsibilities, responsibilities or bills? Or? Everything. We split... Oh, okay. I mean, certain bills, one person will take the higher bill than the other person. So, the person who makes, makes more. No, money? it's not even about who makes the most money. Uh. It's about um. You just alternate. Yeah, we alternate. So, like for example, mm. we have the car note and insurance. The car note is not as high as the insurance, so I take the insurance on. Mm-hmm. I cover that, and she'll do the car note. Um, when it comes to grocery shopping, we'll split that down the middle sometimes. Or sometimes one person, if there's a week that my money's even better, all right, I'll cover it or she'll cover it. Like it's never. We're never watching who does what. <laughs> it's never like mm-hmm. a watch. It's like, all right, babe, I'm going outside and I'm going to get X, Y, and Z. If I'm off of work and I'm walking by a family dollar, let me grab some paper towels and toilet paper just because. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, damn, babe, can you go grocery shopping and buy buy this? No, it's like who mm-hmm. gets it, who, yeah, who has it at the time. Because yep. if I'm going to the family dollar to grab something random and I see toilet paper, I'm going to grab the toilet paper. Yeah. Like, you're not going to just I'm not, not going to wait. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my wife. <laughs> that's her, it's that's her, her time duty. to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I think it's I think it's pretty important to know that when it comes to the head of household thing, like we kind of like get that thought process out mm-hmm. because like even if in especially when it's become so toxic with implementing who makes more money should be I guess head of the household or whatever the case may be because even if you make more money or make less money, like there are certain things that come across where you know this person should pay for that would make more sense for your relationship, like say for instance, women in car insurance um, are known to have lower, lower rates. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so men between like, 25 yeah. and 34 yeah. have yeah. high rates. So it's like, even if the women- women high rates because they crash more. No. Yeah. Men, men crash and way that's, more. That's yeah. off the stereotype that women can't drive. Yeah. But crazy. men <laughs> actually can't <laughs> drive. Actually right. right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just things like that. Like, even if a woman makes less, it would be make kind of more sense for her, the car insurance to be under her mm-hmm. name, like, things yeah. like so that. So just being practical with the, yes. like, how you're splitting. Exactly. And, um, sorry, to, but <coughs> it's just, like, this whole um, head of the household thing, I feel like it is good that it's being changed, and yes. it's really goes even deeper into, like, how we view gender and how mm-hmm. we're, like, accepting more accepting of the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. and like how we view gender and that you know things aren't pink and blue things aren't trucks and dolls yeah so now it's going into if you feel like a cisgendered person now you're viewing your own household that you know is not a male female dynamic or um like head and neck dynamic Mm -hmm. right because it was always a man of the household thing now it's just a Partnership. Partnership. Yeah. I have a question though, because mm-hmm. I've noticed this um, a lot, like with women that I talk to, like whether it be like my clients or friends or whatever. Even Chris, actually, we talk about this all the time. I feel like if men aren't considered the head of the household, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Air quotes, and they're not necessarily making as much money as they used to, or like in a household, they're not making the most amount of money. I think. 
I've noticed that I feel like men have a hard time asserting themselves as a valuable person in their relationship if they're not making as much money mm. because that makes them no longer the head, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So it's like, what do they do? They mm. weren't really raised to like notice how to pick up on chores and things like that. Well, they don't yeah. really. So that, so like it, it puts them in a tough position as to where is their value, which that, is a thing that I've noticed that like some guys don't know how to navigate that mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Cause I think you can still be valuable, obviously, mm-hmm. if you don't make as much money in your relationship. I just don't see people doing it. So it's <laughs> deeper to like maybe like how they were raised and like just like having a sense of self worth. Like I don't think I'm, we haven't been in that situation, but God forbid I wouldn't feel any less of if I'm not working than she is. Like you would or you wouldn't. I would not. Mm. Like I wouldn't really care. Like it is what it is. Like yeah. I, I think for, I, that was another point. That was another point I was like, going to get into damn. about the whole gender roles, where it was just like you know, yeah, we don't like, have gender roles here. Truck, mm-hmm. The trucks, the trucks, those things. Like um, man makes the money, woman cleans the house. Like yeah. now that we're seeing gender roles. Um, are so different and we're seeing that you know everybody can just do everything that the male ego is now coming to more like reasonable state Mm -hmm. to where we don't have to sit there and be like i need to make more money than this girl because you know it just makes sense that's how it's supposed to be it's Mm -hmm. like no you can she can make more money than you and you can be the one that's good at cleaning the house Mm -hmm. i think i think it's the generation that we're in right now we live a totally different lives from the older generation. From our parents, our so parents, it's like we have parents, a lot of creatives. Yeah. We have a lot of jobs. People don't don't have like, like traditional jobs. jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like so. Let's say you are um, in a corporate job and your man is a podcaster and he's you know working on there. I think that now we're kind of using like the woman makes more money to kind of like lift them up. Like okay, my my woman is making more money than me, so now I need to like really step my game up and mm-hmm. really work harder and really be more creative and drive my creative force. I feel like the our our parents' generation and before that, it was very conflicting because I feel a lot of older people that I talked to, they felt that once they got more degrees and they they made more money than their man, not that they, that they can talk to their man a certain way, mm. they could treat yeah. them a certain way. So the value the of, value of the to, man is different. Yeah. Sometimes it might, and, 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 and it might switch. Based on the, what the they man, can take, yeah, yeah, what they can take. Like, uh, I'm in the nursing profession, and I had an older nurse tell me, like, when you start making more money than your man and he starts sitting on the couch, you're going to be talking to him anyway. He's not going to like the way he talks to you. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why would I talk to him anyway? Like, yeah. that, that was the first thing that popped yeah. in my mind. And it kind of just shows you how they think. Because she's a PhD, you know, and it's like, why are you so ignorant? Because I'm not it's like, lie to you. That might be like, I don't know if that's like strictly to like the Caribbean. I think it's like, but it's older people. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But it's like, we know, I mean, you know, because we're Caribbean, that's what we're surrounded by. But it's like, I'm this, I'm making my $150,000 a year and I can talk to you any way I want and I can do whatever I want and you're going to have to take it. Now imagine if men had that same energy. But they have. They do. They have. No, well, yeah. well, well, they I'm, have. Just, I'm thinking they more do. so in this generation. Right. Because I, mean, I do feel, well, I'm not going to say that they don't across the board. I mean, older but within, men. I mean, when older you, when men, you yeah. Think, uh, it's, it's like our generation is very different We're from what so, we see. That's what We're I'm so saying because my friends who are in relationships and are in married or whatever, they don't approach the relationship like, 
oh yeah, I make a hundred k and my girl she does this job like whatever, and I'm yeah. gonna treat her and talk to her any kind of way. But that's just in my own community. That's right. in my own circle. But yeah, I think believe, it's like, like your aunties. You know that yeah, stuck up auntie. Yeah, yeah. She was she was coming around with the fur and her little husband just on the couch uh-huh. looking stupid. You like damn girl, why you yeah. like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, it is an older generational. But thing. the the crazy thing this just happened to me recently. So um. In January, I worked at Henry Bendel on Fifth Avenue. And in January, we, in September, we announced that it was closing in January. So from January until all April, I wasn't working. Mm. I was getting paid to stay home, but I was staying home. Mm-hmm. So what I had to, I just had to find different things in the house to do. Like if I'm going to do clean up and I'm going to go outside, go grocery shopping, things like that. We just found a balance where we would say, all right, since you're home, you can cook one day. Mm-hmm. You can do this one day. My job every single um, day is to take out the garbage. I know I know. Friday night the garbage can goes outside, and in the morning I bring the garbage can, and I don't ask her to do it. That's just always been my job since I was a kid. So I was like, why would I even have her do it? Mm-hmm. But the time when I was sitting on the couch and I wasn't working, it was days when I felt like I can't wait to get back out there and work. Mm-hmm. But she's never came and said, damn, I wish you was go back to work. I know you're getting paid, but still go out there and do something. She <laughs> never. It was never a day where she made me feel like, I was less than who I was. Mm. And that's just the way that this generation is now where it's an equal, it's an equal partnership. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whoever's making the most money doesn't matter because everyone is doing something no matter what. Right. Bringing some kind yeah. of value in right. some right. other. Now, if this was yeah. like when my parents was growing up and it's things different. like that yeah. and my dad sat on the couch all day, I know my mother would let him have it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck is she on the couch? Yeah. She would have gave him that. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, so it's, it's changed a lot. It and, is. And that's like even to something where like, um, you know when you get married and they ask you to fill out this, what's this shit called? Um, a prenup. prenup. Oh, yeah, prenup. We never even talked about that. I was going to say. We uh, never talked about that. So you don't have a prenup. No. So you're, and I, I mean, I'm sure you will have a long, healthy relationship. But you're not afraid that if you divorce from your wife, that she's gonna take everything that you own. I ain't got nothing. I'll be saying, "What you gonna take? You gonna take, you gonna take, you gonna take, you gonna take my PS4? Like what you gonna like? Prenup is millionaire talk. Yeah, that is real problem. Like I'm not even. I would If someone asked me like, "Yo, you did that?" I'm like, "No, for what? Like at the end of the day, God forbid it don't work out. We're gonna." leave it as it is and take what we got and that's it. Right. Like, I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going to marry J. Blige you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to pay me to take, you're not going to take care of me <laughs> the rest of my life. Yeah. Right. That's like, that's crazy. not going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm not, not going to hold you. But in respect to everybody's pockets here, when you make a certain amount of money, that's a serious and a whole but, oh, yeah. I think it's, I think it it's when you come okay because the when I the only prenup that I really understood was I mean I don't really care for prenups because it's like at the end of the day if I make a million dollars right now I was with him for X amount of years you're kind of in that million dollars now if I had a million dollars before I met you it's like okay I need to protect that million dollars because you have you have no entitlement to this million dollars I think T and Tamara one of them signed a prenup because she was like my sister sister money has nothing to do with you that's my childhood legacy mm-hmm. yeah. and he understood that especially if you come from family Family money. Why would my family's money yeah. be entitled to you? Yeah. Well, prenups have negative connotations. They but it do. doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's the maturity take... of the person. Exactly. Because it's like if I say that I, I if I say that I got okay, let's say I got a lawsuit when I was five years old. I broke my leg in school and they gave me five hundred thousand dollars. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I would sign a prenup, but some people be like, you know what? I want to protect that five hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna just have that for my kids, and I don't want you to have. You know, I mean. It, 
you you have car insurance. That don't yeah. mean you're going to get into a crash. That's true. And yeah. when you the marry somebody, bad, your, whatever yeah. you're dealing you with, their debt becomes no, your not. debt. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, there's a lot that, that goes into, you know, this unionship. Yeah. So, yeah. speaking of marriage, so the individuals who are in the room who are in a relationship but aren't married, are you having conversations about what marriage looks like, getting engaged, you know, all of that? I'll start with you, Nye. Um, yes. So Chris and I recently talked about this. Neither of us are like big on the idea of marriage because firstly, we're in California. And when you get divorced, it means your partner owns half of everything that you own. Um, which oh, is regardless of a prenup yeah, or not. Well, prenup. But like, that's just like the default. Um, mm. So it gets really dicey in California. That's why all the Hollywood weddings are so scandalous. Oh, <laughs> I never knew that. Because uh-huh, okay. um, for that reason, but like honestly, like the the paperwork part of it is kind of dicey. Like it's a bad deal oftentimes for both parties. Um, and both of us as like kind of odd jobs. He's a photographer, um, artist. I'm a esthetician, YouTuber. I don't even know what I am. But we're both <laughs> like both of our careers could like blow up any second you know so it's will, like will blow up will yes. blow up thank you, you <laughs> both of our careers will blow up s- sooner or later you yeah. know so it's like at that point um you know like money wise like debt those kind of things like we don't like how it looks on paper but we want to be like we see each other as life partners mm-hmm. and i think it's important to solidify that union in some type of way other than just like boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. we hear you know you, you know what it is yeah type of, what's the what's the phrase uh, what's understood don't go oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah like I don't that want that yeah. like shit yeah. 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 I think, I think titles yeah, sure titles are important because yeah. they 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 give you roles to yeah. work mm-hmm. through and like boundaries and lines and things like that um, but marriage itself doesn't really look that good like mm. when you look into it it doesn't look good for women doesn't really look it work looks better for men but not great you know mm-hmm. like i think it's very antiquated it's a business deal at the end of the day mm-hmm. so it's like you can ideally what i would do is just pick and choose what i would take from a marriage so like i would make him um i can't remember the word but like if you're like on your deathbed like the person who can sign for oh, your, oh you're living uh, yeah living with beneficiary yeah your proxy the healthcare proxy, proxy. Healthcare yeah. proxy. like i would make him my healthcare proxy and mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to go into um i wouldn't want to have children with someone who i don't have some type of like legally binding agreements with mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. can i ask you a question in california don't they have like common law i was marriage? just about to ask that yeah after seven we years we are the same <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right yeah, so how long have you been together we've been together for two years we've been together for two years we've lived together for a year so common law is when you're with the person for an extended period of yes. time. They yeah, just consider so the, the you. state considers you. Oh, like, so like how New York State says like domestic partnership yes. or something like that. But I think uh, domestic yeah. partnership, but you still have to fill out papers. I don't yeah. know if it's the same in California. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if it's the same. I know that I think it's, it's 10 years in, in, um, in uh, I think it's I California. Think it's seven. Seven. and yeah, seven. Oh, okay, head of household. But I mean, like that would be like an instances in like if something were to go wrong, you know, which is what you want to protect for anyway. Um, I just wouldn't want to go to like a default. We'd obviously want to like look at it on paper and like figure out like what it means for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know, I'm extra, so like I want a wedding. <laughs> so you want all the benefits of marriage, Wait, except yes, for I do. signing the yeah, paperwork. I do. Yeah, I do. Literally. Okay. Okay. Dokey. Literally. Yeah. Got those something in before y'all going. Yo, y'all was talking about prenups a, a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a necessarily a bad thing, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I know that. Protect know the that. assets. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't necessarily you dictate what's what's. It in gets bad yeah. when it's like the man's made the most work, but like the woman has raised his child, children for like years and years, and facilitated his and entire career, and mm-hmm. then they get divorced and he leaves her. Yeah, that's what kind of gives yeah. it a, uh, a black eye. Yeah, because yeah. That, but that's what happens most of the time. Right. Yeah. So it's. It's not like it's unfair to attach that to it right. because that's usually what happens. I think now it's starting to right, and then it's always the woman middle. that gets the short end of the stick. So I think that's why it has a negative connotation to it because mm. it's always like, oh, we're not gonna get nothing. Like maybe you, you know, might, the, you, you could write it in there. You <laughs> write it, have a cheating clause because most of the time they cheat. That's why you get divorced. So boop, put that in there. Shit is void <laughs> and then void. No prenup. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. It, it just becomes really bad because they try to find out, wait, what's the monetary value of raising my kids? Right, the value yeah. From that? Where did you earn this? Yeah. Where did you earn yeah. that? Yeah. Right, oh, that yeah. book that you made a million dollars of, I wrote that line, so I'm due $500,000 right. for that. Like, or even kinda... worse, like this one paragraph, like, that was, I was, that was about in me. your life, or uh, that was about yeah. me, so yeah. where's the monetary Now I'm suing you because I didn't give you permission exactly. to. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. yeah, it just becomes messy. It gets very it's like, dicey. It's um, not a, I worked 40 hours this yeah. week. I yeah. got money for it. Like, but, um, but what yeah, was the so about the marriage and um, th- we we talked about it. It's it's come up. Um, I it's it's funny because at one point it was like, okay, hey, what's going on? And then it was it's like I feel like God talks to you through different people. So I have a stepmom. She's not actually my stepmom anymore because she got remarried to somebody else. But I usually go over there. I call them like my second family. So I went over there and her husband was just like, you know, I know if you've been with your boyfriend for a long time, but don't pressure him to get married. You know, <laughs> let it happen naturally. You yeah. know, when you have kids and then you force them to go to college and then they don't go to college because you force them. <laughs> That's how marriage is. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Is God talking to me through your voice? Because Why? Because you've been pressuring JB. No, for I haven't a ring? been pressuring, but it was more like in my mind, I had a timeline on how my life was gonna go. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I, I'm gonna go to nursing school. I'm gonna graduate nursing school. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna have kids. Blah blah blah. So now I'm at the point where I graduated nursing school. So you know, everybody's left and right was like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Where's the engagement? Oh my gosh, how long have you been together? How long have you been together? Mm-hmm. Where's the ring? Where's the ring? I I just started a new job and. Hospital, and somebody was asking me something, and then I was like, Oh, well, you know, no, she was saying, like, you know, you're a young nurse, don't do this, don't get caught up with the fools. I'm like, Oh, no, I'm I'm taking it already. And she literally pulled up her hand to my face and was mm-hmm. like, Where's the ring? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not taking it. Oh single. my gosh, literally, an old lady, like 80 years old, was like, Where's the ring, then? And I'm like, Oh, girl, I'm gonna ask when I get home. Not the ring, <laughs> I don't know, single to you, man, right? I mean, that's the that's Crazy. the line, yeah, but I started to like, and then you know, like some of my friends from nursing school were getting engaged and I'm like okay and then it's just like but now it's kind of like it'll I, I always say he knows my heart and he knows I'm not going to be a girlfriend for 20 years so it's like I need you, sometimes you just got to let life play its course mm-hmm. and it's like Technically, if I keep asking, I'm gonna know when I'm gonna be engaged. Because he's gonna say, "Okay, well, next month, yeah. I'll get the ring." But then it's not genuine month. anymore. That's like, what I'm that, saying. It's like it doesn't really even. That really grinds my gears. Like I hate when I hear women being like, "Yeah, like I really, I pressed, I pressured him, and I no, showed him I don't, rings I don't, every ultimatum month." Ultimatum to me like, is like, no, they didn't want to marry you. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like, 
But at the same time, I think you should be on the same page. With yes. Because well, it course, also bothers yeah. me when I see engagements and women are like really like overly happy. I'm like, you guys didn't talk about this? Like you didn't know? <laughs> oh, like, when at they least say a no. little bit? Oh, when they say no. no. Yeah, 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 wait, that's a whole no. other thing. Oh my God, yeah. Wait, before that's we get to that, because I have a question about that. JB, what are some thoughts that you have around what T had to say? Nah, I mean, whether she knows it or not, like oh. whatever pressure she was getting, it may have came through like subliminally. Like, she throw little jabs here and there. But mm. that's fine. But, like, we've had conversations. Even prior to, like, getting to this point, we've always known, like, early in the relationship, this, not necessarily an exact timeline, but we know this is going to happen in this order. And when it gets there, it gets there. So I feel like right now, it's just a matter of making sure that we're both ready before okay. taking that step and not moving on anyone else's timeline. And what's ready? Is it financially ready? Wait, is so it I spiritually know. ready? Also, it's, I also feel like... I only get the pressure. Like, I feel like when he's going out, nobody's like, hey, JB, when yeah, you get mad, like, no, it's, not, it's not the same. It People like, pressure Chris, though. People are like, lock that down, bro. Right. I'm just like, with men, it's like, oh, she's not going nowhere. Y'all y'all good. And it's like, for me, it's like, where's the ring? Like, y'all should be engaged. Like, yeah. somebody told me, like, you work in a hospital now. Like, he needs to really step his things up because you're going to be meeting doctors. And I'm like, <laughs> yup. Oh, my God. I was like, yup. Pressure that you were yeah. getting. Yeah, and it's, it's serious. And it's like, yeah. I had to really do some self evaluation and, like, not let it get to me because it's like it's not every step that you but take somebody's acting it does that. seem rough because it does seem like you're around like a lot of old West Indian women that is that's where the pressure is at like uh-huh. I'm thinking of like my mom and my auntie times like 70 I mean I'm yeah, like, okay. just like nah just to put out that I am in a nursing profession and there are a lot of Caribbean women that are nurses so you know that yep. the first thing they say is oh my god you're so young you're so beautiful you're gonna get Don't somebody and then you're like oh I got somebody and they're like but wait <laughs> like, you're not married yet. So what, what you doing here? That's like, a curse you have. Damn, damn, why am I not married then? Uh-huh. And then you know, it's it's kind of like weird. Yeah, when people get in But then you head. take a step back and you evaluate yourself. And I always tell myself like, nobody's opinion matters. It's of ours. Like, yeah. yeah, I get the pressure. And yeah, I might take five seconds to stop and say like, all right, what the fuck? But then it's like, I come back to my senses and I'm like, at the end of the day, he knows my heart and he knows like, I'm not having a baby before marriage and I'm not just going to be a 50-year-old girlfriend. So, yeah. you know, so it's not like, okay, it, it'll happen on its own time. It can happen tomorrow, to be honest. I could wake up with a ring on my finger tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My ring finger actually been itching. So, hey, what that means? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question some more. Um, Shelly ain't getting to yes. you. You well, said, well, "What does ready look like?" Oh yeah, I wanted to hear that. Oh yeah, that. yeah. What is ready? Um, for me, for us right now, it's mm-hmm. just like in my head, it's monetarily, like okay. money, like that's it. Like outside of we, outside of that, like I feel like relationship wise, we we're good. Like we are where we need to be. But for me, money is a big part of mm-hmm. like that decision. That's true. That's smart. Not necessarily saying that she thinks about that, but I just, I, the way I break things down in my head, I need to be comfortable before and make sure that she's good, even if I don't necessarily need to. Yeah. She can take care of herself, but I need to make sure that we're in a place where we're good before. And it wasn't always like that. So, like, I was in school for a long time. So now it's like, I'm actually in my profession. It's like, okay. Now this is the and it's like we, I just became a nurse. I, I'm not. I didn't even hit a year yet. So yeah. it's like you know, it's this, it's not the time. This is not the right time for it. Like it's like let's just we can still take it slow and still be happy. Yeah. You know, like it's it's there's really no rush. I always say if I get engaged tomorrow, I'm not getting married yeah. within the next year. Dude, so why am I in a rush? Just because mm-hmm. you get engaged doesn't mean you gotta get married. Yeah, like, but then that's the next, next step. So yeah. it's like 
Because then people are going to pressure you again. When's the wedding? Girl, you're going to be engaged for four years. Then when's the baby? Then when's the... It just doesn't stop for women. It just really doesn't stop for women, When I realized that, that's when I really was like, (laughs) I need to just do things on my own time. Because if it's not about marriage, if it's not about babies, it's when I'm getting my master's in there. And I just like, it's it's always something. So it's like, if you let the outside... And that's another thing, women. If you let the outside world dictate your life, you're going to be miserable. Because I could be the... I'm the happiest in my relationship in my life that I am right now. If I listen to everybody, I'll be the fucking most miserable bitch on the planet. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll be looking at my ring finger every day like, where the fuck is my ring? Like, why am I not engaged? Yeah. I've been with you. I've been hustling with you. Like, not, like, I low. I right. I right. I'm a bad bitch with a career and I'm single literally to the law. Like, come on. It doesn't, it's, it's, it's like, you, you, you really put importance on where you see fit. Like, we're, we're great right now. Like, when we get engaged, it'll be great. When we get married, it'll be great. Like, there's no pressure. Like, yeah. And that's what people have to realize because they mess up a good thing sometimes right. with mm-hmm. that yeah. right. societal pressures mm-hmm. who, from people who are fucking miserable in their life, who mm-hmm. has never been married, engaged, had even a, a good, successful relationship. Like, mm-hmm. don't listen to them haters, girl. And yeah. also friends. Friends. I mean, yeah. yeah. Those Ooh, are you throwing shots? I can't stand women's friends. Okay. Right. Right. You are That's a whole other podcast episode. First That's another episode. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to ask a question to oh, wait, Jerry and Orlando. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind thinking? of marriage leaning, but go ahead. And then I'll ask a follow-up question. I forgot the question. What's the question? Is it? Nigga. <laughs> 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 Let me cook. How do you feel about Let marriage? Let me cook. It no, was it wasn't how you feel about marriage. No. It was like... Um, oh, if you were in a relationship, okay. So yeah, so if you're in a relationship, have you talked um, about? Yeah, have you talked about marriage? What does that look what like does for look you? Like to me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because like the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing and marriage, I see it. I don't see it as like a stepping stone, like how people would view it. Like, oh, you know, we've been dating for a while. Like, we need to be boyfriend and girlfriend now. I just see like the whole, um, I guess relationship as just a. Uh, and it could be synonymous to, oh, I'm just committed to you. Mm-hmm. And then with the whole marriage thing, I, don't, I, pe- I feel like people see it as a stepping stone. So it's like, oh, now we're married. Yeah, Things should be different. like this mm-hmm. now. And it's like, no. You have all these expectations. And I use this like analogy like, oh, it's just another Tuesday because a marriage should be just another day. They, you don't do more because you're married. You do the same thing you've been doing already. So then, what's the I benefit of marriage? No, no, then? I don't think so. No. I don't. I, but this is like I said, this is my, this is my yeah, own opinion. This is my opinion. Over, I mean, for me, there's things that will still catch a little bit. Yeah, I would have yeah. thought so too. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to just be living in the same as the, the boyfriend and girlfriend lifestyle. Right. If we're going to be married, the, then the, it's like what's the point? I see like that's both why, sides of that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, you see how you said both the boyfriend and girlfriend thing is because like now you're in that construct of thinking. Things should be like this when I'm boyfriend and girlfriend. I play this role. There's that role. Then when there's marriage, it's like, okay, things should be up now. This role, that role. When it should be, uh, you are this person already and this the person I'm marrying. You go marry the person and then things change. It's like, well, we need to bring it back because I didn't right, marry I this right. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's like, some things that I don't have say in right now in JB's life because right. I feel like I'm not Absolutely. his wife. Mm-hmm. Like well, he, can, he can go out right now and buy a whole new car and it's really not my business. Exactly. I'm not getting I'm not getting into the I'm whole really like government exactly like law. I'm, I'm not getting into the whole law aspect. I'm no, talking I'm about saying like person by person. You're talking like personality wise, like expectations for a couple, like how we act. I mean, that that's very true. But I'm just saying like 
I yeah. feel like in relationships, there's a lot of things that you might not have say of what your partner mm-hmm. does. That, that's how I yeah. d- differ boyfriend and girlfriend Same. to marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Chris will ask me things sometimes. And I'm kind of just like, you know, like, is your life, do your thing that I know that I'd have a different response to if i was like his wife right yeah. it'll, be, it'll be directly affecting right. you right right, right. like now exactly. in a relationship it's, it's in a regular ass relationship yeah. you kind of like have a, that mentality like, like i mean i could always walk you know i, I could always but leave. divorce is a lot harder than yeah. just moving out yeah, so. yeah like you can't exactly. we can't be struggling and you paying 700 dollars for a car every month like that's mm-hmm. not gonna work for yeah me. now that's whatever you do with your own money that has nothing to do with right. it mm-hmm. how has let's talk to the married man in the yeah. room how has oh, that been oh, yeah, for you like, like different. Listening, how to, trans- listening to all of this is yeah he's probably looking at like these stupid they don't know no no what you guys saying make a lot of sense um before we got married, we I went and went and bought a car. I called her and like, like this is what I want to buy. But I didn't wait for her final decision. <laughs> I was going to buy the car. I'm going to buy the car. Mm-hmm. Now, like we talked up the other day. Crazy. It came up because next October, the car, we get to bring the car back to get to upgrade. And she's like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to keep the car because we've been paying for it, but I might as well just keep it because I already paid for it. Instead of you going out there and doing it all over again. And I got mad. I'm like, you know, but this is what I want to do. But then again, I can't even get mad anymore because it's going to affect us if I go yeah. out there and get another car yeah. and yeah, do the same thing life. again. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to take a step back. Like, all right, you're right. We're going to end up having to keep the car because you're the one that's paying the car note every month. You know how much money you spent every single month. And for the three years, this is the money that you could have used on keeping the car. So I'm like, you know what? All right, you win. We're going to keep right. the car. With the marriage, there's like another yeah. level like of compromise. Perfect, yeah, perfect. you got to kind of... It's more mm-hmm. compromise. Because whatever yeah. you do affects your household no exactly. matter what. So if I if she buys something, orders something online, and it's not affecting me, I don't get mad. But if it might affect like a bill or something... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. We can't make like that you per- bought this first, exactly. like our lights so are like, off? Oh, nah. Yeah. Perfect Thank example, you. I went to the mall last weekend, and I was going to buy some sneakers. And I called them. I'm like, is it okay if I buy these sneakers? Because you guys have a joint account. No, not because I have a joint account. Because there's some bills that's about to be due. Mm. So I was like, can I make, do you think, can I make the purchase? She's like, well, you know, if you have extra money, that's fine. You can make the purchase. But if you feel like it's going to cut it close to you paying the bill that we have to pay on time, mm-hmm. don't do it. save it for another time. Right. You have to kind of make those conscious decisions because whatever you do is going to affect the yeah. household no matter what. And she's what. your sounding board yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, I'm glad y'all bring um, Britta up the car situation and y'all feel this type of way. And like I said, this is just my um, own view on it. I don't like, it's not that when you get a, get into marriage or get into a boyfriend, girlfriend that you could um, have a word on these specific um, like decisions. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you go through experiences while you have that commitment to each other, that you've grown and understood that you can now speak in on these specific mm-hmm. um, decisions. And it really goes back to the whole Nipsey thing of like experiencing people. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you you experience them, you understand them, you know a little bit more about each other. So even if like I bought a car and I'm not married, I will still hit up like um, the person I'm committed to to say like, 
what are your thoughts on this? And once we get into... I think the reason why, into, though, is different. Yeah. yeah. You're hitting like her up because yeah, exactly. you want her yeah. advice yeah. versus like, I respect life, her but. and this is going to change her life, so right. I have right. to go but to that, her. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, In a relationship, we, it's just a courtesy. Really. Yeah, it is. No, it's I'm a courtesy. Saying, I, I'm just saying the way I view it and the way I feel is like we have that commitment already. And so it's like everything that I feel, like everything that y'all, y'all are saying that you would feel like, it's important because once you're in the marriage, I feel that before we get into the marriage, I and that's how I know, saying. that's why I want to marry this person. Right. Because I'm, we're already doing you're already the thinking job. Like well, my that. thing it's is like, yeah. when you, when you get hired to saying. be a manager, yeah, yeah, you already have saying. that managerial viewpoint. Yeah. And say, yeah. We see that in you. But that's if you're not a manager and you're doing manager work, you're wasting your time because you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. So like that's also like a line you need to notice, especially like as a woman, I think women do it more than men. Yeah. I gotta be a wife, is, you gotta walk in the spirit of a wife. <laughs> don't be a wife yeah. to a girl, don't be a wife to a boyfriend. Like yeah. that was a whole yeah. thing about don't that. Do that. Girls yeah. be doing like, all this extra like, shit. It's like John whoa. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I just, don't. I just, I, I just feel like. I understand what you're saying because you're saying like you're going to have that mindset regardless if you're married or not because that's the relationship you're going to build with that person. Mm -hmm. But I feel like like in my relationship right now, he has a a very beautiful car. And when he bought it, it wasn't (laughs) like he was calling me like, should I get this car? It's like I make enough money to splurge on a car that I want to buy. But now it's like I feel like when we're married, it's more like is this going to fit into our life and the finances with the the baby that we're having? Is it Mm -hmm. going to fit into the daycare budget? Is it going to fit into the uniform budget? Is it going to fit into the new house budget? Like it's a Mm -hmm. lot of more factors factors that I put when I'm dating there's a lot of things that we're not doing I I wouldn't buy a house with a boyfriend I don't think so I think we would have to be mad. Like there's certain things I wouldn't. I, don't, I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that either. Mm-hmm. I would. We can move in together. We could rent together. But the house, house, like real commitments for me, for me yeah. personally, there's mm-hmm. certain things that I would not do with a boyfriend. So even the baby part. Perfect example. So if it happened, then we, I would keep it. Though. We, we <laughs> got it. We got engaged. Um, 2016, November mm-hmm. 2016, her birthday. I proposed to her. And I said from that day, I'm like, we have to move in together before we get married. Now, we're engaged, but we're going to move in together. Why? Because it gives us a year to kind of fine-tune everything. You're a smart man. You're living together Mm -hmm. under the same roof. (laughs) You know what you're going to deal with every single day. Now, yes, when we're dating and you're my girlfriend, I get to see you early in the morning, different things like that. But when you're living with someone, oh, it's a whole different, it's a whole different world. Oh, yeah. different because Girl. you're the way you grew up and the way the person grew up, you start seeing the difference. Uh-huh. So we did that for, so then, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt uh-huh. you. I was going to say, so why not do that test run before you proposed to her? Because I mean, what happened, what so, does this so say? What the, happened if you lived with her? You're like, like, oh, nah. So this is why, uh-uh. this is why, honestly, <laughs> why I get, I, I kind of got the gray area because at one point, um, I was living in Brooklyn, and I, something happened where I was living, so I ended up moving into her mom's house with her. Okay. So I lived That's with nice. her. I lived with her for a little bit before that, but I'm living under the house with her mom, her sisters, her nieces, nephew. So that was different. It was like we get to see each other when you came home to visit for school, but we wasn't every day, every day. So when, when I got my own apartment, she came and stayed with me. So we had the back and forth staying together. But when you moved in to, when we moved in together, it was like, all right. This yeah. is what the rest of our rest Crazy. of our life is gonna be like. Mm-hmm. So let's start figuring things out. Who does what? Who's good at this? Yeah. Who does this? So we got we waited a year, then we got married. The whole thing about it was even the before the marriage, I why I like the fact of our whole struggle and our whole wait to the marriage, I sacrificed my own personal stuff to buy my engagement ring. Mm-hmm. I gave up 
eating out like eating outside food all the time. I gave that up because every time I got paid, put money to the side. This was going Aww. to my gathering. Real nigga. Oh my because, God. Yo, it, it, it teaches it, it it taught me, and that's why I I appreciate my marriage so much because the process of getting engaged, yeah. buying the engagement ring and proposing, that journey was different. That discipline. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I ate ramen noodles a lot because I was sacrificing, all right, I gotta pay my rent, I gotta pay my other bills, I gotta buy merch off for work. But I still got to put money yo, to the side for this ring. You gonna make me and this cry. is and oh this is God. this is That's what I so did beautiful. going into that point. And even with our wedding, we paid forty grand for the wedding. Ooh. we had twelve. Wow. We That's had, listen, talking about that. That's average. Listen, average. we had twelve. That's we had average. twelve bridesmaids, twelve That's groomsmen. That's a year's worth of school tuition. Every <laughs> every bridesmaid's dress was custom made. She picked. Y'all got pictures, well, well, right? I'm gonna show you guys. Look, <laughs> oh, we, oh wait, off the air. We yeah. gonna get into the whole When we got engaged, she sent me a um, she, she sent me a link to something that she created, oh. and it was a creation of this is what the wedding is gonna look like. This is what I want the guys to wear. This is what I want the girls to wear. Okay. This is how I want Her it. Wait, she, 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 had, she, she had it. Yeah, she had it before y'all got engaged. Or she had it in the vault. I or think she had it in the vault. Okay, good. And then I guess so. It came out and this is how. Start this making is, my she said, let me open Pandora's box. This is how I want it. And, and there was times when I was like, yo, why are we going extra hard? But at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, it's going to be your day regardless. Yeah. So let me get yeah. whatever you want. I'll let you do it. And she was way, she was hands on. She did everything. She yeah. she figured everything out. My job was to just agree to disagree. So if I felt like, you know, this wouldn't make sense, we talked about it. But a lot of times she'd run stuff by me. And if it made sense, okay, I'm signing off on it. It's good to go. Mm. But it was just never like, all right, I'm going to do this and you're just going to do what I say. It was never like there was always a partnership. Yeah. So we yeah. always, every, even down to the songs that our parents came out to and everything, it was like, we're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, that's beautiful. 40 bands. 40 I was just going to say, I'm scared of Y'all saved up $40,000? Huh? Y'all saved up $40,000? What we did was teach we, us your so way, we, sir. Please, we got, got you live in Long Island, so yeah. I got we got married at Sandcastle. Mm. So how that is, you we every time we got paid, we just started putting oh, money, okay. and then we took out a small loan to kind of help build, mm-hmm. fix other stuff. But it was just to the point of we saved everything we had. We started spending that. We started digging into whatever we wasn't going out like we not going to a party. We are gonna put this money to the side to do this and do that, yeah, right. and then. When the when the day came, it was like, all right, the day is here. It went just like that. Yeah, yep. just like that. What the day of your marriage feels like a job because you gotta talk to everybody. You oh gotta yeah, I'm not getting kiss I'm babies, hug that. everybody. <laughs> you don't get I'm to enjoy it. So the one thing about that night that's really funny to me is because she was like, "Yo, I'm not enjoying myself." And that's then, not the first time I've what? heard that. So, that's not the first I've time I've never wait, heard no, that. Yes, you know why? Because mm-hmm. you, it becomes a job. You got to talk to everybody. Oh, you gotta, God, I know no, I'm not going to have mouth, fun. Your mouth yeah. is hurting <laughs> you. Your mouth is hurting yeah. you. Because yeah, because you're, you're smiling all I've day. I've heard that about five times. Yeah, I've, I've seen it a lot. So I'm my aunt's really? a wedding photographer. And when I used to work at the spa, obviously, like at a spa, you get a lot of brides and wedding people. And then like all my work moms, you know, like they'd all been married. And their biggest advice was like, carve out time 
like two things like give delegate someone else like in case some shit happens something is going wrong delegate someone to like take that on for you so like it doesn't ruin your day mm-hmm. um and then also like take a step back and like actually like enjoy it like mm-hmm. take time away like from the wedding where it's just you and your husband to like actually enjoy it because it goes by so fast yeah they, yeah. Usually pull, they pull you for pictures and <laughs> yeah. this and that. Yeah. like one of the best moments other night for me and her and i don't know if she could say but i know i'll say it we was we was coming out to our reception and saying cast has a thing that it spins around the door that spins around from the dressing room to the main floor. Mm-hmm. And we were watching everybody on the screen in the in the back. It's like they like they're having mad fun. Like that was the best part because we got to watch yeah. them. And at the end of the night, she ended up taking 12 shots of Henny and, you know, that was the end of the night. She mm-hmm. had fun at the end. Yeah. But you had to kind of force the fun because it became a job. Ooh. Yeah. But, oh. That gives me anxiety. Yeah. That, I literally just, my <laughs> heart is in my booty hole yeah. right now. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy. I'm just scared A for follow-up that. question I had about proposals and, you know, I want to get you guys out of here in decent time. What would you do if you went through all of that and you proposed to your girl and she says no? That was my biggest fear. Like, um, is the relationship you over? You might say no. It was 50-50. 50-50? Well, let me tell you why. Because yeah, that person I... You said it. No. It's not even worth it. I like a 98.7. No, let me tell you why. We like, like 90 no, right here. Let me, let me tell you why. Because mm-hmm. you can know someone mm. to a T, but putting them in the, on the spot in front of everybody else, yeah. you kind of... You could kind of scare them a little bit. So the way I went about it, I proposed on her birthday. Mm-hmm. All her friends was there. My friends was there. She knew something was up when my friend showed up to her birthday then anyway. But all my friends were there. Her friends were there. And then we went around the room and we all said a speech. And my homeboy went went last and then I went right after him. And when everybody's looking at you, you can, you can get nervous like, oh, shit. Now, what am I supposed to do? So I was afraid, like, after my speech, what's she going to say? When I got on one knee, was she going to say no? And that's why I kept replaying in my mind, like, yo, what if she tells me no? Yeah. I was like, I can't, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. That's what I was going to say. Do you walk away so, from the relationship? No, I to mean. To the left, to the left. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, Where could you go from there? <laughs> I, honestly, and I'm actually happy that it didn't happen to me, but yes, I don't does. think you can bounce back from that. Right. You can't because... It's like I put my I put my whole soul out in front of you, in front of everybody else, and you told me no. If you're not ready now, when will you be ready? Now, say you didn't do all of that in front of everyone. And we just between and you, both of us? Yeah, 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 it was like on the no. couch. And I, she says no. I took that on the chin and tried to figure out what was the problem. Okay. But it's because so you created a stage. Stage, yeah. And you got embarrassed. And this is why, and perfect example. You're like, I can't even Here's do Here's the thing, though. This is the perfect example why when the Love and Hip Hop episode when Joe Budden was in Times Square and he proposed to Tahiri. Oh, gosh. Like, the reason why they would never work out after that is because of that. Yeah. Because... He put on a spectacle, yeah, and you embarrassed him, yeah. As a man, is like, oh shit, I gave her, Damn. I did everything just now, everything I yeah. thought she wanted, and she said no. You know what I Contrary, always say? He <laughs> embarrassed himself, right? But he, he put the, yeah, he was doing it for the <laughs> yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. I see true. And it was yeah. staged as fuck, man. Yeah. I do want to ask you if it's uh, just a quick question, because um, I've seen this a lot, and not only on Twitter, I've actually seen it in real life, where it's a conversation of. Don't propose to me on specific. Yeah, I've heard that. Days. Like birthdays, yeah. graduation. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So because like, like, it takes away, I'm not like you don't that, have no, a special. Yeah, I'm not saying it was wrong moment. to do. No. But I'm saying like, did it cross your mind? Like maybe I should choose so, another day. Yeah, I, it co- it crossed my mind, and I still get flack about it from her. Like you know, you always t- my birthday will never be the same. Like yeah, you you did it on my birthday. It's but it's like you know, she always said that you ma- you always find ways to make uh, make it about you somehow. <laughs> and I do kind of find ways. So like, <laughs> all right, it's your birthday. <laughs> now we're gonna talk about this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But um, uh-huh. she was upset. She was like, you know, um, you know, I love you, but you could have picked another day. Because I never heard anybody <laughs> say that who like actually like because people do they say that on like Twitter all the time, yeah. and then some people always clap back like you singlets bitches, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. she was happy, you know, like it was her. She obviously it was, her was happy. Moment. You mm-hmm. Yeah, took her it moment was, from her, right? Yeah. Like it's always like some outside yeah. party. Right. Yeah. So I always wondered like. If women actually felt like that, because I, I would, yeah, I, I, I think graduation, grad, like like big milestones. Like if I'm getting yeah. my master's degree, and and you're on the stage, just like, are oh, you fucking kidding me? That was yeah. just that. I think it's late. Like I'm really thoughtful. Uh huh. So like I just feel like it's lazy. Yeah, like, that was, it is. Like you, like there's up. so many days. Like I yeah. have graduation, <laughs> birthday, Christmas. So, like and you picked one of these. Like I, you couldn't <laughs> do your own thing. You just had to backpack. My first original idea was. Her graduation. Oh, girl. no, I'm so and, <laughs> But it was only three years in. So okay. it was like, if perfect world, yeah, they yeah. did the graduation. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Seven years. Okay. Um, That's beautiful. December 12th, December 6th is going to make eight years. Um, How we did it, we got engaged, we got together December 6th, we got married September 6th. Oh, six, cool. Number six, six always going to be a big part in mm-hmm. our relationship. Um, That's how we kind of made the, we picked a date for our wedding because mm-hmm. it, it was on the 6th of December. Mm-hmm. And um, the day the, the day that we picked was a cheaper day, so it was like, all right. But it was just a you know it was one of those things where I I was to the point where I could have picked any other day to get engaged, but I felt like you know where can I have something where everybody's gonna be there? That's that's the and thing. I, I didn't want to have to kind yeah, of that's like, the, I have a, like I have a homeboy who did the big C rented a whole movie theater in Long Island. Wow. We had all her friends. The shit came up on the screen. Like that's it was, cute. it was like sometimes you, a lot of people put a lot of thought in, it. and that's another thing too. Like, there's a lot more weddings than baby showers now yeah. that I'm very happy about. Yeah, yeah. black because everybody's black getting yeah. married somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, one last question, and then I'm gonna bring it out to the group. So, JV, you proposed to T. She says no. What you doing? He know he gonna kill this me. This is the question for Jamie. Let him answer. Let him answer. I'm gonna be dead, y'all. Don't, <laughs> don't look for me. I'm gonna be missing. We're gonna be the back of the milk carton. So that's what I'm gonna be at. She ain't gonna say no. Right. But okay, even if, if I said no, like, right, but thinking about it, uh, I don't think I'll be like destroyed. Okay. I would just be confused. Cause yeah. it's like, yo, yeah. like we had these conversations mm-hmm. up to like a year ago. You was throwing little jabs yeah. at me. Like, what's the situation? It but maybe be... she wouldn't be ready. Maybe she's like, I'm in ma- I'm getting my master's degree. Yeah, that's why I'm just I, not I wouldn't ready really right be now. like mad about it. Okay. Like, cause like I understand <laughs> what y'all said about like doing things on stages. This might be a little spoiler, but I don't think that when we're ready to do that, that that's what's gonna happen. Mm. We might celebrate with people afterwards, but I feel like that's a conversation. And that's that. a moment it should for be us, an intimate like, moment, to yeah. be honest. But yeah. depends on what people like. Yeah, yeah. because I'm a very showy, showy person. I'm a I mean, not showy, but I like attention. I like attention. I wouldn't be mad. Like I seen, I seen a girl like her like, put the shit on TV. You want a national TV? Really? As long as my nails are done and my hair is done. That's what I was like. You better book me a nail appointment. Let's get it. 
somebody, she, he, he did like a whole haul. Like, well, actually, one of our good friends, he just got engaged. He got a whole haul. And she didn't even know. Like, she walked in and it was like, oh my everybody. Gosh. It was like her whole family was there. All his friends were there. All her friends were there. And then she was like, oh my God, what is this? And then she turned around. He was on one knee. Aww. And I was like, the, I was sitting there like, the crazy thing is, at? <laughs> now the preparation for the engagement is a lot. Because you got to go through the steps of talking to her family. Oh, my God. He was and texting us for my, months. The funny thing is I spoke to my wife's dad. The, easy, the conversation was easy with him. The conversation with her mom was very difficult for me <laughs> because I'm scared of her mother. Her dad, I'm like, I'm not really scared of him, but I'm scared of her mother because her mother is a serious Jamaican woman. So it was the Is com- everyone in this room Jamaican? It feels like Jamaican by some point. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, no, you know, I'm Haitian, so I'm so, like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's the toughest part. The toughest part is when you, as a man, when you got to go have the conversations with the female's family and let them know like listen I love your sister and I love your daughter but and this is what I want to do right. because at the end of the day even if they don't accept it I'm still gonna, I was still going to do it anyway but you if, her mom, together. Yes. if her mom yeah. and dad was together. like I'm like I'm just going to do it anyway yeah, but I'm going to give you the respect of, right. the respect yeah. I'm going to ask you for your daughter's hand in marriage right. but if you say no we're just going to have to go to City Hall then or you just you got to yeah. give it up you got to figure it out you just can't come to the wedding yeah. Yeah. oh gosh they still will be there but you, have, you guys yeah. were together for a good amount of time yeah. before so it wasn't yeah. like you know I have I have a quick question for the ladies mm-hmm. would you propose to a man never no nope. oh, why was no. it ever I'd rather mop the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean no, I would I'd eat sweep eat jeans oh, I, <laughs> I would eat your I would eat your jean jacket right <laughs> now and kill myself before I propose to a man over my dead body over my dead body there are certain Double standards that just need yeah, to stay. Yeah, yeah. If I fight for anything else, it's that that man is going just to now, even me. just thinking about so it. And if you... one of my friends ever did it, or someone I loved, I have to be like, sis, sissy, 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 poo, sissy, poo. We gotta talk. Like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? No, we're not gonna do this. Shut up. Shut the hell up. Nah, that's not. All the stress. Question. It was so funny because the other. It was one day. We're we're a very funny couple. One day I looked at him and I was like, you almost. Propose to you. He was like, "Girl, don't don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna have to embarrass you." Like, don't, don't do that. that. But what don't would you do, do if she that. did? If she got down on one knee, actually, man, what would you do? <laughs> hey, yo, my nigga, relax. <laughs> <laughs> would you say no? Would you say no? And you say like, no? Yo, get up, lady. Get up. You wilding. Get up. You wilding. I was telling him. I was like, I'm gonna propose. You know, I'm ready. I'm gonna propose. He was like, Don't do. Don't even do that. So he didn't even like it as a joke. Yeah, he was mad So then, what if it's like, all right, now what if you're dating a guy? And he in his in the beginning stage, he's like, you know, I just want one day for a woman to propose to me. Is that a like, all right, I can't talk to you anymore? Yes. Is it over? Yep. yep it Double is. standards I, exist for damn. a reason. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like that'd be a red flag. If okay. he said, no, I don't know if I would like completely. No, but what if he said, like, I would never to propose to a woman? Like, I'm waiting that, for a woman to propose to me. The door. Yeah, no, I'm out. Literally, I'm just not another one. Another one bites the dust. Someone will. Exactly. I've seen it on the internet. Someone will. These boots are bent for me. Yeah, someone that's crazy. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. No, thank you. I just, I know. No, sorry. I feel like, yeah. I don't know, like, in terms of, like, like big celebrations and things like that, I feel like women tend to put a lot of, like, effort into just things generally. We do. I'm like, come on, my nigga, you can do one thing. Right. It's the one <laughs> you can thing do that one you thing Because you know that, you're not yeah. picking out the drapes and the, the fucking flowers for right. the wedding. You know, like, you know you're not doing all the extra shit, like... 
Right. You could do this right. one no. thing. And they're capable. <laughs> Ooh, that just gave me chills. And Ooh. they've done yeah. amazing things. Nah. So the last... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh I, didn't, I didn't get to answer the no, 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 you didn't. I'm sorry. It's just, I was just trying <laughs> no, to make sure we end the time. I think, go right I think ahead. if you feel like you're at the point where you want to marry somebody and they say no, I think it's one more conversation to revisit why they said no. Mm-hmm. And depending on that conversation, it's gonna that's gonna make or break your relationship. Yes. I don't think the no should, but it's yeah. the after no conversation. Yeah. <laughs> or whether they do it in front of other people, like they yeah. said. Like, yeah, and I think that's what it is. Stages and funny enough, reaction. yeah, with me, like if it's in person or it's around like a bunch of people, uh, with me it'll hurt the same. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna really make a difference, and I and I feel like it's really going into like your ego. Yeah, that makes yeah, or breaks it if it's in front of people yeah. or if. It's by um, just you and her because regardless of, of whoever's around, yeah. the problem is still there of why right. she said no. And right. cool your story, ego doesn't though, change. Pink, it. pink, and what's her, is her pink? You know, like the artist, mm-hmm. her man. They like get divorced and get back together like every four years. So I don't know where they're at now, but her man, she said no originally, and then like they broke up. And then um, he was like a race car driver. They broke up and she was like, damn, he's never going to propose to me ever again because I said no. But like they ended up getting back together. So he was like doing like a race car thing. So like a circuit, like they go around in a circle and you hold up cue cards that say like the number of laps. Mm -hmm. And like at the last lap, she wrote like, will you marry me? Yeah, it's a really Mm -hmm. good story. That is the only time where like I'd be like, that's cool. Because you're trying to win your man back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she knew he'd never do it again because she already said no. I got, so I, thought that was I got a cuter proposal. Oh, you trying to one up me? I proposed on FaceTime. That's oh. how head of her heels and was. Because oh, she was in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, Would you couldn't wait for her to come to New York? No, I needed to marry. I needed to propose to her and tell her I wanted to be with her did right you, then and there. Did you go out and buy a ring and show it to her on FaceTime? No, but you know what, Kusha, we did. We went to um, uh, um Michael's mm-hmm. and got strings. And when she came back to New York, she threaded... Um, string rings for both of us. That, okay, that is cute. I'm playing the violin because I'll be like, where's the ring? Where's the, not the string. Bling, 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 bling. Where's the bling, 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 not the string, string, ring, ring. Thank you. But I was always able to get her That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no, it's yeah. It's great. All right, yeah. let's wrap us up. Yes, we do have to wrap it up, Um, but this has been such great dialogue. So the last question I wanted to ask the entire group is give a piece of relationship advice to someone who is single right now. Um, can I? No, I don't want to go first. Give you me don't like, want to go. Give, let me go second and okay. third. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, go ahead, JB. Uh, I think a very important lesson that I learned a long time ago is that if you are single, you should not go looking for something or mm-hmm. that e- let that eagerness force you into a situation where you don't need to be in. I feel like, yo, you should focus on yourself, and whatever's supposed to happen will happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go looking for love, or you're going to find a struggle, bro. Yeah. Um, I think that one good piece of advice is that I always say that me and JB work because I genuinely can be myself all the time when I'm around him. Like, I'm a handful. I'm in the middle of the party at every party, shaking my ass. And he's somewhere in the back drinking. Like, he not even, you know, like, I, it, there's no control or, like, I don't like to be controlled. It's not like, you know, I don't have to dim myself down while, while I'm in a relationship. Like, I can't do that. No, I'm literally 100% myself. You can ask anybody anywhere that they see us and we're always together. 
I'm always myself. And if you cannot be yourself with the person that you're with, you should not be with that person. Like, granted, some people are bad people. Some of y'all are bad people, and there's things about you that you need to change. Yeah. But the, the the core values of yourself, you should be able to be yourself genuinely and not be like, oh, my God, I'm going to a party. I can't drink like that because he's here. Like, oh, yeah. my man is here. I can't dance. Like, you're not out there dubbing people. Whatever, whatever works for your relationship. But you should be able to be yourself and he should be able to enjoy you as yourself or she should be able to enjoy you as yourself and you should be happy with being yourself while you're in a relationship. Right. That's real. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many things to a relationship, but I truly believe that compatibility is key. You can have a checklist of what you feel is right for your relationship, the kind of person you feel is right, but it it never matters when you find that one person that you may not have a lot in um, in compare com- a lot in comparison with, but y'all always vibe and y'all are always on the same point about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Compatibility is key. I Agreed. feel like the best relationship advice. I I don't know. I feel like you should date yourself first, so you know when someone comes into a relationship, like when someone propositions you with a relationship. Essentially, like when you see it. You're not blinded by like the I love yous or the cuddles or the you're beautiful or whatever it is, you know, like when you're whole first, when you do all your favorite things, you go to all your favorite restaurants, you go on vacation with yourself, like when you're good with yourself and you can enjoy your own company, that's when you're clear enough to be able to make better decisions on your partners. Um, And I think sometimes people are always looking for like, another half or the person to do all these things with it's like just do it with yourself so you know that when someone comes around and it's even better than doing it with yourself mm-hmm. that like you found one other than that, sometimes people are just like trying to fill a void and you got to fill that on your yeah. own mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. um communication pretty much point blank spirit um if you learn to communicate everything will work out sometimes you a lot of people keep things to themselves if you feel a ways about it, don't go to sleep with it on your chest. Let it out before you go to sleep. So the next day you start off fresh. And that's something I've, that I've learned and I can give that advice to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is perfect because um, next time we'll be speaking to singles about relationships. <laughs> Damn, I um, wish I could be here again. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. yeah, they have very different perspectives. Some people don't want to get married. Some people are actually looking for love right now. Some people are in like dating like you know multiple people. So... I think this is such sound advice in this conversation. Like I said, is extremely valuable. So thank you all for being here today. You are welcome. Thank you. I hope you had fun because I had yeah. fun. Yeah. I thought it was, it was great. It was really it, nice. It's funny because I feel like we're this is four different relationships, and it goes to a testament of there is no one specific way right. to yeah. do But we did all agree fun. a lot, which was really right. interesting. Yeah. 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 I feel like Every, most of the time we agree. I feel like, like when yeah. you have those core just, values. Yeah, core values is important. Yeah. When you're it's, with it's a good foundation yeah. to yeah. start with, even and if you are you bloom out four different relationships. Right. And, it's like you and, all and have different ways of thinking. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not a walk in the park. You are literally people can't even deal with themselves by themselves growing. You're growing with somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard. You're literally dealing with another person as they're growing through life. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not an easy thing. Like it's not always going to be. I th- I, again, Michelle Obama. I think they said if if you're married for fifty years, you're lucky to have twenty five good years. Mm-hmm. And that's that's and it like. I feel like some people would take that in a negative way, but it's like when you've been in a long-term relationship, some of the years are not 
good. They're like they're passing like by. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not every single year. It's like I'm at an amusement park and I'm at the top of the ride. Sometimes you on the waiting list. Like sometimes you on the line waiting. Yeah. You know, sometimes but somebody's marry is- the person who you'd want to wait in line with. You yes. know? Yeah, yes. you got it. You See? Yes. Yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's the one. I honestly think that relationships should be kind of easy. Yeah. I think it shouldn't. I think it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. No. Um. Because it's someone that you're doing life with, you know. Yeah. So it's like it should kind of feel like an extension of yourself. Yeah. yeah but it's like you know the I kind of guess like the changes of life is like everybody yeah. because I always tell people that's why I say people need to wait a little while to get married because it's like you have to see somebody when they're mm-hmm. angry when they lost a job mm-hmm. when they lost somebody in their life through anger. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like you could have been with somebody you, for two years. Yeah. Somebody you could have been with somebody yeah. for two years and they're always happy and then the third year. You piss them off. You piss, or, or like, no, God forbid, their parent dies, right. and y'all can't come back from that. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh damn, I didn't even know you as a person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just things can happen. It, it it's hard because life happened, and now you're doing it with somebody else. So yeah. all this yeah. stuff you have to deal with with yourself, and now you have to deal with it the with another person, other person yeah. that has their own life yeah. and their own feelings yeah. and their own struggles. Right. It, that's the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. But it is effortless. When you guys are intertwined, it does go, but there are bumps in the road that you yeah. have that mm-hmm. some people don't get through. Yeah, Not us, because we're on the same page, but I feel like in relationships, people need to realize work is not synonymous to hard. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good. That's a good part. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Gotcha. Yeah. I you know. I feel that. Yeah. Yes. Solid, <laughs> tangible advice. I love this. Take this clip and play it for the single people. Right. I know. It's funny though. It's so funny being like on the relationship side though, because I was single for like years and mm-hmm. years and years. Like I was dating, but like I wasn't like committed to anyone. To be like being like the relationship person, especially like in LA, because people don't in LA like don't really know me like as mm-hmm. single guy. I'm like. Nah, like this is like I don't like niggas like that. <laughs> I be dating like this. Don't think of me. It's like my boyfriend doesn't even see it either. He's like, really? Like I just don't see it for you. I'm like, y'all don't know me. Because <laughs> like deep. even like like bumps in the road and stuff like that. And she was like, people don't make it. And my first reaction was like, but that's okay though. You no, like, that, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Break think, up if y'all gotta break yeah. up. No, but like, I think it, I'm have, not pro relationship. I'm pro you. Like, yeah, whatever yeah. yeah. But I think that a lot of people they they're so like. A lot of people want relationships until they get into a relationship because then something happens, like, oh, I'm out. And it's like, you know, in every relationship, you can't be out when a little thing happens, yeah. you know? <laughs> Granted, if it doesn't work for you, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all about God and God showing me when somebody's not for me. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. It's going to break down no matter how hard I try to fix it or whatever the case is. But some people be like, nah, I'm out. This is too hard for me. And it's like, but then you're you're a freaking uh, a serial relationshiper. Now you've just been in 10 relationships in 10 years. And it's like, why doesn't it work for me? And it's like, because what, are, you hard, are you even trying to stick it through through some things that happen? If it was easy, everybody could do it. That's right. true. Exactly. exactly. All right. We literally could talk about this. Oh, yeah. Hours on hours on hours. Yeah. About how we love our person and stuff. Right. Because I love my person. Yeah. I love my person. <laughs> yeah. I, I got love, the I love best love Chris yes. of all the Chris. <laughs> of all the Chris. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. So yeah. I got a really good Chris. <laughs> so let's just go around the room and, again, just repeat your name and where people can follow you on social media. And if you have a podcast brand, whatever it is that you may do, shout that out too so people can follow up. You know it's Dre, but you can follow me on Instagram, um, younggoldie underscore and Studio Union Radio on, we're on, now we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Ooh, ooh. And we will be back in October. 
Okay. Um, I'm Naya, Friendly Neighborhood Esthetician, also known as LA Beautyologist on Instagram and YouTube. Um, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my YouTube is The Golden RX. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's me, T. Um, and I, oh, it's funny because on our podcast, I said, Am I a co host, JV? And then you said, Yo. That was so cute. So we have a podcast called Love and Relations. It's on Apple, SoundCloud, Google. Where else? Stitcher? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's love, L-O-V-E, and like the plus sign, Relations, R-E-A-L-A-T-I-O-N-S. So you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And on Twitter and Instagram, I'm T Martell, T-I-M-A-R-T-E-L. Yeah, she said it all. Uh, <laughs> I'm the head of the household, obviously. <laughs> Um, for just me, it's Orlando, um, Dare Orlando Roy, D-E-A-R-O-R-L-A-N-D-O-R-O-Y-E. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow Hello White People, H-E-L-L-O-W-H-I-T-E-P-P-L on Instagram, on Twitter. We are on Spotify, not Spotify, Jesus Christ. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Audio Mac. Um, I'm also a music journalist. You can... Watch my videos on YouTube at Beyond the Bar Music, and you can follow my personal um, fitness page. A lot of you do a lot. You I'm a true Jamaican. You, yo, you, you, you drive dollar cab. You drive a dollar cab. Can you put together furniture? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jamaican. Yeah. Yeah. Check. And um, I'm also the manager of So Shameless Podcast. And if you're listening from Atlanta, will we be having a live show? In Atlanta on November 9th. So, yeah. How many hours Pull do you have up? in a day? Right. Like, sure. Clearly more than Beyonce. I think Jamaicans have like um, 28. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you worship the shrine of Celine Dion, you yeah. get more <laughs> <laughs> hours in the day. <laughs> Yo, did y'all see Celine Dion? Yes, yeah, let's Dion. go. We out. Later, guys. Bye. Wait, now I gotta do my exit. Oh, oh look at me. Girl, I forgot you my own credit. <laughs> Let her A mic. Let her yeah, be A right. mic. There's a lot of A mics over here. Yeah, all right. So. No, but it's your girl Simone. You can follow me on Instagram via dot Simone V I A dot S I M O N E on Twitter via Simone underscore. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. And you can follow us on social media. The at name is Bonnets Do Rags No And. So B O N N E T S D U R A G S on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And until next time, y'all, stay tuned. Bye. 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 Hey. Mrs. Yes. My name isn't Via. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Say, that is the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing. But I finally read it, yo. Yo. Oh, y'all didn't pick up on that before? My name isn't Via. Well, I knew it wasn't, but when I saw you actually say it, I was like, people actually. like, hey, Via, how are you? I'm like, what's You didn't even try. No. You know what the funny thing is? For the longest, I didn't realize her name was L.A. Beautyologist. Wow, I was calling her La Beautyologist. La Beautyologist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know the plan word. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here, guys. Yo. Yes, we're going to take a picture out oh. there. Okay. Oh, oh, these are the photos? It's a video. Oh, video. Go take your notes, girl. Oh, y'all did yeah. it big. Like, yeah. take my notes. Like a princess. She looked nervous as fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> beautiful, bro. Yeah, they got me a Jamaican Chinese girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
When I was younger, people used to say, yo, Brooklyn guys love Queens girls, and that's the truth. Oh, I'm from Brooklyn, she's from Queens. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a big party. Yeah, she said 12? That's all, bro. That one year went by mad fast, too, yo. The one year went by oh, fast. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. How's her mom? It was the hardest thing to get 12 people to be, 12 to guys anything, to do the same, yeah. to be on one accord. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> After the wedding, I couldn't was talk, I didn't talk to nobody. No, I knew, we, I, all right there was, was my friends, but yeah. she has three sisters, I have two, so that was a given. Mm-hmm. She has friends. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, cousins. Yeah. Like immediate cousins. If I needed, if I needed to find twelve people, no, yeah. they were just like after the day, the, after my wedding, I stopped talking to my friends for a little bit. I'm like, yo, I need a break from y'all. Yeah, yeah I can imagine, like, bro. I need, yeah. I need a break. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the boy part. Oh, you guys are This is a, this is a. Yeah, and I like the color. The color. She did the video herself. She edited. Like she did all that. She did. The Like, yo, I got you. Ceremony, they got asked me to come do the whole thing. No, the rain didn't come here. The rain is professional. 
He was like, yo, I like the way you think. I think the same way you should be around as a manager. At first, I was just like, I'm, you know, I just started being creative like this year. And then he was just like, yo, a word. Yeah. We went on the podcast. I went on the podcast with him. And he was just like, yeah, on the podcast, he goes, yeah, you know, because you know, he's about to be my manager and everything like that. He's going to work it out. Was that Tao? Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, I guess I'm really into it now. But He's like 50 years old, by the way. <laughs> 44. <laughs> but um, then with that happening, right. the New York live show was so good. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, bro, I want to do it in Atlanta. And I'm like, I had somewhere in New York. I was like, I don't know if I could do Atlanta. And I got them a spot in Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you need manager? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, though. That's good. That's good. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So we are going to take photos outside in that orange room, and then I'll let y'all go because it's going to 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm so sorry. Not even.